This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. You are now listening to the Save Cast, the number one old school RuneScape podcast featuring guests from all across Gelenor. To support this podcast, visit the Patreon link in the description. All right, welcome to the Save Cast number 105 with Tau RS. Tao or Jono, how you doing, King? Sad up. I'm very well, King. What's going on? <laughs> Not much. Just chilling. Um, I'm really happy to uh, be talking to you. I, I feel like uh, there's so many content creators nowadays. And because I have a following list of like a million people, it feels like now, it's like you kind of have to make the rounds. I don't know if you kind of feel the same thing where you're just following so many people. And when you pop into a stream, it's either like you say hi and then kind of dwell there for a few minutes or just kind of lurk <laughs> for a little bit and hop to the next stream. I don't know. I make yeah. the rounds every morning and stuff. So, um, But it's cool to finally get you on because, uh, yeah, I've been watching your YouTube series, your Collection Log Iron Man, and uh, it's just always chill vibes in your stream. So I'm excited yeah. to talk. Just back on that previous thing, I was just laughing this morning because I do the same thing most mornings. I get up and I'll like, Say hi to like, there's a, a few streamers that I watch, like, like I'm not a massive, um, like watcher of Twitch, but I'll do like what you just said, pop in, say hello to everyone. And then I'll see someone down the side. I'm like, shit, I haven't said hello to them for like two weeks. I better pop in. Mm -hmm. And if it goes so past totally two weeks and it gets like awkward, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're no longer friends at that point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they they okay. probably hate me. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's how it feels. It's like, yeah, you got to make the rounds here and there. If you go past a month, it's like, yeah, I'm just... You're never going to pop mm -hmm. in again. Um, so for those wondering, I guess uh, a brief introduction of who you are and kind of, I don't know, what, what got you into streaming and YouTubing. Yeah. Um, well, that's going to go down a whole <laughs> long path, really. Good. Um, yeah. So I got my name Tao from my old DJ name and probably everyone in my chat who's listening to this right now is probably just laughing because... It's just a meme in my chat how much we talk about me um, previously being a DJ. Like, some person will come into my chat and be like, oh, you know, I was in this club, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, I've DJed there. And then everyone in my chat will just be like, oh, here we go again. 
the bloody DJ talk. Um, so yeah, I basically got into streaming when I finished DJing and that was around 2020, I think I started. So yeah, I just got into it cause I, I just like entertaining. It's always been my thing. And yeah, I was, it was during COVID time. So I know a lot of streamers started around there and I was just like, you know, I want to do something in entertainment as I'd previously been doing. And I was just thinking for a bit and yeah, I was like, I'll jump into streaming, see how that goes. And then I've never looked back really. Hell yeah. Uh, I actually want to just take a detour on the DJing side of things. So um, I actually checked out your Spotify there. You got a, you got a tune in there. That's like over, I'm pretty sure over a million listens. Is that true? Yeah. I've got a, I've got a couple actually. Um, and then I've got one on YouTube that's like, it's it's been taken down for copyright now, which I didn't even report for copyright, but it had like almost 3 million plays. Jesus. And that was, yeah. So, so I, there was a couple of tunes on there, yeah. So, so why did you stop? Like, was it just not your thing anymore or just too much work? Or uh, oh, this is a massive, this is, <laughs> this is another story in itself. Um, I've, I've, I don't know. Do you want me to just like go in? Are we going go into, into it? Yeah. Just... I mean, we, we got yeah, all the okay. time in the world. I want to hear. Okay. Well, I I started DJing, um, you know, pretty much fresh out of high school, got into it, started producing music. And then, um, yeah, it, after about, I would say, three years maybe of like playing in clubs and just making crappy music, I like finally had um, like a couple tunes that did pretty well. And then... At that point, I like met my manager and I got signed to the biggest uh, agency in Australia, pretty much. It's got like some, had like big names on it, you know, and still does, still one of the biggest ones. Got like Will Sparks and Marlowe and all that. And um, yeah, so I was signed with that agency there called Lucky N for, for about four years, I think I was working with them. Um. And yeah, and it was a great time, man. Like, I mean, being a DJ was honestly, as much as I love streaming, like that is that job is just like nothing else, right? Like, um, obviously, when I first started, you get paid like absolutely nothing, right? But by the time I'd had like some tunes in, you know, high up in the charts and whatever, and, you know, I was getting good exposure and was getting a lot of bookings, you know, you're making pretty decent money at that time, you know? And I was so young then too, like, this was probably when I was, I want like you know, fresh out of high school, so eighteen, until about twenty five. I think I stopped, and yeah. But I mean, you're twenty one, you're twenty two, you're making like comfortably six figures, like a year from just Holy. going and playing. A, and yeah, just from going and playing a couple shows a week, like you know, two hours of your time or whatever. That's and, crazy. Um, Is that like a weekly thing, or would you take like weeks off? I mean. I'm just wondering, like, how consistent is it to get a show? Is it pretty consistent um, every week? Very consistent when you, I mean, when you're in the position that I was in, because I had, like, an agency, you know, I had mm. music that was doing well. Um, so, I was getting booked every week. Like, I was can't, I had to, like, turn down shows a lot of the time. Like, sorry, I've already got booking for here. Oh, shit. And then, um, yeah. So, I was doing sometimes, and and this will get back into what you asked, but I was doing from... Thursday, like sometimes from Wednesday night all the way playing till Sunday night. So, you know, 
or sometimes I would just do Friday and Saturday depending on the week. But um, yeah, I'm <laughs> so I got as you can imagine, you get like really caught up in that lifestyle, especially when you're young. Like it's a it's a party lifestyle, right? Like I mean, you I'm playing at like midnight. Like that's when the headliners play. So I'm mm-hmm. playing at like midnight or like one a.m. or if you're in Melbourne, like all the headliners play at like four or five a.m. Holy shit. <laughs> so, yeah, so I mean, I'm going out at like eleven o'clock at night. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, it was just my young, you know, brain at the time. I just got heaps caught up in the party scene, and um, it just kind of ended up breaking me towards the end. You know, like I, the it's it's the one thing I I I look back on and regret with my whole DJing career. It's like I definitely could have, you know. like made something out of it or been someone maybe but um i just went too deep into the party hole then Mm. and i was just i was just like entering from like thursday through to sunday every week like i I reckon i i worked it out like not long ago (laughs) and i think in a three-year span i had two weeks off drinking (laughs) like (laughs) I know, and most of those, and most of those weeks were like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like triple nights or quadruple nights. You know, holy fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you were young though. So did it? Was it taking a toll on you, like big time then, or was it kind of you looking out for yourself in the future? I mean, it definitely took a toll on me mentally, physically. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look like a pile of crap, <laughs> but um. <laughs> Mentally was was the worst thing for me because I mean it ended up making me quit DJing right like yeah, and yeah. everything because I was just I, I I've got a very addictive personality and that's like why I'm into gym and stuff now you know like I've just channeled it into different things but mm. I'm like really bad like I just get addicted to stuff so easy so um, for me to kind of get out of that lifestyle I needed to step away from the scene and whatnot and. I yeah, pretty much just told my agency, my manager, I'm like, look, I can't do this anymore. Um, like, I'm going to be dead by the time I'm frigging 30 going at this rate. And yeah, I kind of just pulled the pin on everything, stopped making music pretty much, didn't play another gig. And then, yeah, it was a bit weird. Damn. But um, yeah. So, so uh, for, okay, so for you, like, you couldn't continue because just inevitably you would fall into just drinking every week. It was almost like you couldn't have one or the other. You had to have both almost because that was just the scene. Pretty much. And even on the the, the nights or the days that I would go and I'm like, I'm not drinking today. I mean, because I played like a lot of, you know, like interstate, like international gigs and stuff too. So, I mean, the promoters pay good money to to get you there and whatnot. And, and then they want to drink with you, right? So... Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rock up at a club and then I'm like, I'm not drinking. And then the promoter's just like comes over with a bottle of vodka. He's like, no, no, you got to drink with me. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, God. And I'm like, fuck. It's like that um, Grand Theft Auto meme. Like, you know, here we go again. <laughs> and then that was literally me walking in. Someone made one of me walking into the club and then <laughs> it's a bottle of vodka at the end. It was so good. Oh, God. Yeah, that's. <sighs> and it sucks because you can't really make a fresh appearance like people already know you drink so now it's just gonna kind of be pushed on you almost damn 
exactly yeah yeah man and you build so many relationships around that too right like oh yeah you're like oh i can't wait to go and like you know have a night out with that guy like you know i haven't seen him in a month or whatever he hasn't played at this club blah 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 so and then imagine that just getting repeated three times a week for like month on month you know what i mean yeah holy shit like the people that you're seeing like don't realize that you're doing this for someone else every other night right so, so but they think yeah yeah okay wait, wait so were you uh hitting the gym while you were a dj or was it afterward you like cleaned up and stuff like yeah definitely afterwards when okay. i when i stopped i i remember i had i think i think actually i i stopped djing so there was a bit of a buffer in between djing and um and streaming where i went to uni i i went I finished DJing in like 2017, 2018, I think. And mm. then I went to Europe that year, did a Europe trip with the boys. And then I came back and I said, that's it. Like, um, I'm not drinking. I didn't drink for a year and a half or something at that point. I, I, I didn't start drinking again, funny enough, until I started streaming. So, <laughs> it was, um, yeah, I had a, and I got right into gym and um, just channeled all my like energy into that and yeah and then i was pretty much hooked on that and i've never stopped training since then so So, that's how that went i'm just curious i mean first of all that's awesome but uh how do you just like how was it for you to just get sucked in so quickly and so addictively into fitness because i feel like for a lot of people it's really difficult to find their stride at least quickly it takes takes a lot of time was there yeah, a, I a mean, secret that you did? No, nah, because honestly, and a lot of people in my chat, like, you know, because they ask me for fitness tips or whatever and ask me to help them with their diets. And a lot of them, you know, they can't like, can't seem to stick to it at the start. And the thing that I always say to that is, it's just like, you just have to want to do it, right? Like, I mean, no one can force you. Everyone wants to be fit and healthy, right? But mm-hmm. not everyone, not everyone has the dedication to just say, look, I don't want to train today or I don't want to eat this, blah, 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 um, and just do it. Whereas I do have that in me and I've always had that in me. Um, you just have to like want to do it, right? Like there's only so much people can help you and push you in the right direction. But I wanted to, like I was just, I got to that point where I was like, I can't stand looking at myself in the mirror. I'm always unhappy. I'm always depressed, blah, 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 just from, you know, alcohol and drug consumption 24-7. And then... It just it was like a switch flicked in my brain. I was just like, yeah, now I'm going the other way. And I just want to see how fit and healthy I can get. That's so cool. Did you already know the tools to get healthy or was it a journey in and of itself to like learn about nutrition and stuff? <laughs> yeah, it's actually funny because I remember the first day um, I started training and um, I was just doing the chicken broccoli rice. Like that's all I knew back oh, then, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like no flavor, no nothing. And um, <laughs> and my mate was like, oh, are you even tracking your calories? And I was like, I was like what is that? Like, I got no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> and he, um, yeah, he sent me like my fitness pal or something. I still, I won't forget it because I've had it since the day he sent me, sent it to me. And mm. um, I just didn't know this stuff existed, right? Like, all I knew was how to write music and friggin' um, sniff a line or something, you know. That's all I knew. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I was like, 
<laughs> I was, um, yeah, just like thrown into this whole new world of, of something. And then I was hooked, right? I was like a whole new thing for me to learn and get like, you know, um, deep into. So I just started studying, researching everything I could. And I've never stopped. Like I always keep up to date with everything now. Like it's definitely a massive passion of mine, right? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I figured out that you do actually need to track calories and you don't have to eat chicken, broccoli and rice every day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would almost be impossible to eat chicken, broccoli and rice every day without just going <laughs> Dude, into I, you know depression. What the, <laughs> the funny thing is, right, like, and people always roast me for this. Even after I found out all that stuff, I still did that anyway. I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I like chicken, broccoli, and rice. So. It, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's fine to have it like here and there, but holy moly. Like if that's just your meal plan for like weeks on end, like dude, you're no yeah. wonder you hate like not you, but just people in general would hate trying to get fit because if that's like what your idea is of getting fit is I need to eat this bland stuff. And if you're meal prepping, by the end of the week, it's totally dry and gross. Like I, I used to meal yeah. prep in college back when I was kind of ignorant on just nutrition and stuff. And I did the same thing, chicken, broccoli, rice, or beef, uh, rice, and carrots. What, or is your daily, what does your daily food look like? Like, have you got a, like a plan in place or are you just kind of loosely? So, like, nutrition-wise, it's definitely... Um, I was I was pretty good when I was in Alabama, but but since moving here, I, I just haven't had all the same resources I had at my other place. Like I, I used to have a grocery delivery service where here it's just more awkward because the apartment complex building I'm in is locked. So it just makes it a little bit more inconvenient to have groceries delivered to me. So recently I've been having to just walk to like a little market and try to pick up things that I... I don't know. Just it, it's not as simple right now, but I'm trying to get back into that. But optimally, uh, a shake in the morning that has well, I I drink vegan protein mainly because whey just destroys my stomach. Um, mm. So it's like a little mix of like green blend with uh, vegan protein powder with like chia seeds and flax seeds with oat milk, and that'll be like my breakfast almost every single day. And lunch, honestly, optimally would be just like rice, chicken, veggies, you know, nice, delicious thighs. I'm not a, I'm not a chicken breast kind of guy. Definitely thighs all the way. And <laughs> uh, or, or just like switch it up. It, like the protein really doesn't matter to me that much. Plus, I'm trying to bulk a little bit right now. So like if I was uh. really watching the calories, I would probably stick to like leaner meats. But uh, yeah, dinner. Um, I don't know, just this is kind of what I need to plan because I'm so like, I don't know, I, I don't have everything in my fridge and stuff. It ends up me just grabbing things. And that's like the biggest downfall of me right now is just dinner time. I just don't have a plan. What about you? Though? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you, it sounds like you eat healthy anyway. I, I'm honestly similar to you in that sense. But um, yeah, i I haven't really tracked calories now for, I want to say like a year and a half, right? Two years almost probably. Mm-hmm. Um, after I did my cut, I got, you know, kind of to a spot where I was happy and then I just control it now. Like, when, yeah, you probably know once you like track stuff enough, you just kind of like can eyeball everything. Like, yep. Yep. yeah, even if you're off like, you know, 100 calories or 200 or whatever, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because you know my my baseline's like over three k now because I'm ninety two kilos. So I'm um. I just need yeah, to convert like my, that real quick. <laughs> I think it's like 200. 200. Okay, shit. Yeah, 202 pounds, yeah. And you're, you're how uh, tall? Uh, six foot one. And everyone in my chat's going to be freaking going off right now. Everyone keeps saying I'm five foot seven, but like, <laughs> it's just a meme at this point. If you were I'm five foot seven, 202, like that would actually be way more impressive. So like, you should be taking that as a compliment. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not a short <laughs> king, no. <nah. laughs> but yeah, so I just, I just loosely... I eat healthy now, you know, and I mean, yeah. I still drink, drink and stuff now. So I just try and eat a lot less during the week and then I have some room for beers on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really the benefit. That's what I've been trying to kind of get my parents into. Because like my parents, um, like now that I've moved to Oregon, they live about 15, 20 minutes away from me driving. And I've just had a lot of time to talk with them. And it's like, I was never taught about nutrition growing up. Like my parents didn't really know much about it. I took some classes on it. And then I obviously just do my own research, which is just super fascinating. But yeah, I mean, tracking calories, because my mom like told me, she's like, she, she would never track calories. Like that's just way too much for her. Like to have to do that because she sees it as like, I have to do this for the rest of my life. And it's like, really? No, you just do it for a couple months. Not even a couple months. You probably just do it for like a few weeks and then you just start getting the idea of, oh, this dish that I make is this many calories. This is the macros. Like, and you kind of just start memorizing things. And it yeah, becomes literally. a lot easier to just eyeball things and just realize what you're putting in your body. Because, yeah, I used my fitness pal in high school my senior year for like the whole year. And then, I mean, really, I haven't tracked calories since except for like just gauging a meal. I'm like, okay, what are the macros in this? And then I'll never track it again, but. Yeah. And Jake honestly, um, like made the great point on your podcast when I was listening to it. And he said, like, he's like, when he figured out he could eat like pizzas and stuff like that every day, he's like, (laughs) you know, you can eat literally whatever you want. Like, it's just like, yeah, you know, no, I mean, lower calorie versions or you're, you're totally right. When it comes to weight loss, like my brother got really big, my older brother, um, just because he had no idea what he was doing. He would just eat like whatever he wanted, eat out all the time. And as soon as he started losing weight, he didn't realize like it's literally just eat less. You can eat the same shit and you just eat less of it and you'll lose weight. yeah just coming to that realization like dude it's just calories for weight loss you know like that's that's all it really is you know the one thing that has changed in my brain though like i uh, i like my mcdonald's as much as the next bloke right Uh but if i'm going to mcdonald's right like i'm getting like this is how my brain works i'm like if i'm gonna pump this crap into my body i'm getting something like where i'm getting a shit ton of protein so i'll get like a double quarter pounder and like Yep. I'm yep. like, all right, it's a thousand calories, but you know what? I'm getting 80 grams of protein, so it's all good. Yeah, that's actually okay. So, interestingly enough, I used to be just super obsessed with sweet breakfasts, like French toast, uh, waffles, <laughs> oh, no. and just stuff like that. That as a kid, so in my mind for years after like childhood, I still like craved just sugary shit for breakfast, but uh. Yeah, now if I ever go out or anything, I always just try to look for basically the most protein because I swear everything is just loaded with sugar and fat 
And uh, like if I go out for breakfast, I will never get waffles. It's always like, give me the egg and bacon and sausage platter. I've never had waffles, hey. <laughs> really? I've never, I've never had waffles, no. Nah. Dude, waffles are great. They're so good. When I found out in America <clears throat> that they eat waffles with like bacon and stuff, cause like to me that is like, I, I hate like um, sweet and savory kind of stuff. Oh, like I don't yeah. like sweet stuff over like, you know, hot food or whatever. So mm -hmm. I was just like gagging at the thought of someone <laughs> covering a pile of waffles with maple syrup and then throwing bacon and like whipped or, cream or and like shit fried on top chicken. Of You've seen fried chicken and waffles. Oh, the right? fried chicken. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Like that is my idea of hell. There's only one thing I would hate more than that and it's full cream milk. I just can't stand it. Really? Like whole milk? I hate just like not whole, whole milk. Okay. It's just like, it's just like cow juice. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I just picture like getting underneath a cow and just like, it's, yeah. yeah. I think it's more the thought of it that makes me not like it rather than the actual yeah. substance. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's fair. That's like me with cream cheese. Sometimes just thinking of cream cheese, <laughs> even though it's like frosting a lot of the time, I, I still, like, even if, even if it tastes great, just knowing it's cream cheese gets me a little sketched out. Just like, uh, yeah, yeah. That's funny. I was yeah. um I, I was gonna ask you as well what like do you actually train much in the gym or are you more into like hiking walking kind of so running I actually haven't had a I haven't had an active gym membership in five and a half years at this point so um I do a lot of calisthenics uh recently I I started uh -huh. so like last year I started getting back into fitness where. Like, I was pretty fit in college somewhat. You know, I wasn't, like, jacked, but I would actually work out five days a week, and I felt great, and I was around girls. And then when I started playing RuneScape and streaming, I just had no motivation to <laughs> yeah. do anything. Um, so I kind of already knew the basics of how to get into it, but last year I just started off because I was so incredibly out of shape. I just had to start off by walking and then, like, here and there jogging a bit and you know like maybe like once or twice a week i would do a few sets of squats just air squats and a few sets of uh push-ups and pull-ups and stuff like that just to kind of get my base back but mm -hmm. um th over the past like four five six ish months i've been a lot more into running and not even just running but like sprinting as well and um just doing a lot of like full body uh workouts with like just like a kettlebell and i'll do a lot of dips so like mainly my exercises are like uh swings dips um squats lunges push-ups and that's really it it's all kind of just at home stuff i'll do so i'm that's good though because yeah. that that stuff actually gets you a mad physique i don't like what are you more interested in or if not both like just having a better body or just like being actually fit and healthy. It, it's, <clears throat> it's so interesting because like I actually got pretty lean a couple months ago because I just was eating at like a 200 calorie deficit basically every day for a couple months. So yeah, I got pretty lean, but I wasn't satisfied with how I looked because I just realized I didn't have enough muscle on me, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. what happens. You're just like, okay, I have to actually start putting on weight. <clears throat> so I've probably put on a good... 10 pounds just in the past like two and a half ish months um I'll, probably like at least half of that's fat uh but that's just me like overeating like kind of overcompensating because the one thing i don't want to do is do a lot of like training 
and again, this isn't like weights in the gym, like going super hard, trying to push everything, but just really trying to get conditioned and building just, you know, lean muscle up to a point. I actually do plan on going to the gym eventually to start putting on more muscle. But initially I just realized I need to eat enough to basically start, um, I don't know, Sending building a, muscle, yeah, just just sending a signal to my body, like, hey, I'm in a caloric surplus. Let's put on some muscle. The last thing I want is to try to like keep my same weight and try to put on muscle. So as of as of right now, and probably for the next couple months, I'll just be slowly gaining a little bit more. But I've already noticed a lot of um, progress when it comes to muscle. Yeah, I was gonna say, like the photos that I've seen of you recently, you're looking good. Although I didn't see what you looked like beforehand, but yeah. I think pretty it would be good now. Well, thank you. I, I, I think it would be I actually do have some pictures from about like 14 months ago at my heaviest. I was 183 pounds and that was just like fat. I mean, that, that was just seriously like 30 pounds overweight, basically. What, how, how many pounds did you say? Uh, 183. I don't know what that is. In 183. Kilograms. Damn, I'm heavier than you now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so. that that was me. So that was me, like no muscle. Like I had lost all my muscle from college. Um, yeah, right. And just total fat. Now I'm one like one fifty eight. So I've lost about twenty five pounds even since then. And I mean, I can see my size. Like my my muscle is definitely underneath. And so muscle is a really slow growing thing. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, it's satisfying to see too, isn't it? it, it just seeing uh, so, progress. So, so here's what I worry about, though, is like, <clears throat> like, at what point do you cut? You know what I mean? Is it just to the point where you just decide, oh, okay, like this looks good and now I'm going to cut and then sort of maintain that muscle? Because I feel like if you're going to try to stay lean, it's so much harder to put on muscle. Yeah, honestly, it, it really is. Like when you, when you first cut down, it's, it's easier to put on muscle and weight like right as you finish cutting, obviously, because your body's just like primed and ready. But I mean, back to your previous question, when should you cut? That is different for everyone, right? Like, I mean, you get to a point where you're like, maybe some people are like, oh, I can't see my abs anymore and they want to cut then. But maybe they don't have put on enough muscle or enough strength or something yet. So, because pretty much once you decide to cut, right, like you ain't getting stronger. Like you're only yeah. getting weaker. yeah yeah yeah, unless you're like doing 200 milligrams of tests a week or something like (laughs) you can't do both so which i which i do not recommend but um yeah so it's yeah it's up it's everyone's different in that sense right like i still haven't cut again from two years ago like i've just been like main gaining or if you want to call that um for the past two years because just i like living like a like a kind of balanced lifestyle now where I'll, you know, like I'll train really hard all week and I'll eat really well. But on the weekends, I like to, you know, I have beers on my stream, like do stuff like that. So yep. I, and like some weeks I'm consuming quite a lot, a lot of beers. So I need to leave room for that. And there's no way I can possibly cut um, like at the same time, right? Like I would just be putting myself into <clears throat> an unsustain- unsustainable deficit during the week. So I'm just mm-hmm. like... Yeah, I'm just like, you know what, I'll just, I'm happy just staying where I am now. I'm, I've been slowly getting stronger over the past few years, putting on a bit more size. But you do kind of get to a point where it's like, I mean, it's so hard for me to really see progress now, right? Like, yep. I, I need to wait, like, even like 
six months and then I'm like, oh, I can see like my chest has gotten slightly bigger now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been, and I'm sure this will come up at some point, so we'll just get into it now. I've been training legs like twice a week <laughs> for, <laughs> for um, like maybe the past like six months, right? Yeah. Just And I can actually really notice a massive difference now. So it's, yeah, it's just consistency, right? Yeah, but... That's all it is. Uh, so let me ask, what is your like training routine and how much cardio do you do? And is it high intensity cardio that you do or do you do like steady state? Um, I do steady state when I do it. Um, okay. This is the thing, right? Like I was doing like half marathons and stuff last year whilst I've always trained uh, weight to the gym five times a week. That's my standard. Um and I'll do heavy like five times a week. And then I was running three times a week. Um, but now, <laughs> because when I run and train at the same time, my like just the way my genetics are, all everything comes off my legs first, right? Like mm. it's yeah. so annoying. But like if I run and train weights at the same time, like my legs just won't grow, right? Like, or yep. they'll just grow a lot slower. So I've kind of stopped running for the past six months since I've started focusing on legs more and I still do cardio like four to five times a week. I just walk, incline walk. Um, I'll just do like 30 to 45 minutes a day of incline walking or I'll go walk like, you know, somewhere outside or whatever. So mm-hmm. that is pretty much my training routine at the moment. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's interesting how like initially putting on size is really easy. And, but I, I've also looked up a bunch of videos and a bunch of things like, yeah, but it's like the beginner gains always like come in pretty quickly, especially if you've already had somewhat of a foundation, like back in college I had. So mm. it, it's like really motivating. Cause I swear just in the past two and a half months, I've, I look so much better, but I know it's just going to slow down now. And so I worry. Well, you because, said you've been, tra- yeah, yeah. Sorry. Go for it. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, cause you said you've been training for what, like, 14 months now or something yeah but you're still kind of in that yeah except like the first you know seven ish months was literally just walking it was just trying to get all that fat off of me and just yeah barely maintaining a little bit of muscle but now it's more like really focused on getting you know my protein in every single day and like being sure just making sure i'm eating enough also i want to ask you about creatine yeah. So I used to take creatine in college and it was really nice because, you know, you just get a huge pump and, uh, but I didn't really know much more about that. Like I know you, your muscles are just more hydrated or something like that. I'm, yeah. I just started taking creatine again and I'm on like the beginner, uh, sort of start where you're supposed to take like 20 grams a day for the first week. And then you just start maintaining with five. Yeah. 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 You just load up at the start. Yeah, yeah, creatine, and for anyone listening, is like the one supplement, whether you train or not, you should take every day. It's <clears throat> it's the most scientifically proven to actually help you build and retain muscle. So, yeah, even if you don't train, still take creatine because it's, yeah, it's it's the one really? thing you need to take. Even if you're yeah. not training. Even if you're not training, you still take it. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, so I have not been taking creatine. I I literally just started like two days ago. Um, and so that gets me excited because all my other gains have been not 
using creatine. So I now I I feel like I'm gonna get like a little booster pack almost, just like for sure, dude. And like the pump that you get. I mean, it's not from the creatine. You get the pump so much as well. There's other. Are you taking pre workout and stuff? I mean, yeah. I'll just I mean, I don't have a pre workout, quote unquote. But I'll I'll drink caffeine or just you know. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, that's fine too. Or, or I mean, mushrooms right before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That um. See that it's funny you say like that's just the like the type of drugs that I never got into right like was yeah. that oh wait like, you've never done mushrooms I have done them once yeah okay. I did them in Bali but I just didn't I never was into that kind of stuff I was like oh dude back, back when I was a young uh whippersnapper drug taker I um <laughs> I just liked all the uppers and stuff right so mm, okay yeah dude but um I, I just I have to say like um. I, mushrooms are like beyond any pre-workout i've ever tried i mean just just a small like really yeah i mean just like a microdose of uh well i can't really say microdose it's it's pretty much like a gram uh which is i thought you were joking so you actually do i am not i am not i am not joking (laughs) and, and i'm not saying like i'll do it every time i work out but the times where i really want to push myself like super hard like um I ran five miles like a month and a half ago, which is the first time ever I've ran five miles. And it was, I mean, I had, I did mushrooms right beforehand and uh, <laughs> it, it gives, dude, it, it, it's like the mind body connection is so on point. It is so fascinating and you just have unlimited energy. It is, it's crazy, dude. It, it's, it's crazy because like uh, previous trips up until I started realizing that like this, this can actually help you in like fitness and working out. Um, I used to just think, oh, I'm doing mushrooms. I got to like chill, you know, but no, I like every single time I, I, I must exercise basically. And it feels incredible. It's, it's amazing. Damn. Okay. Yeah. All right. I never thought I'd hear that, but yeah. there you go. <laughs> Proof's in the pudding. <laughs> You know, I was I was, also, go, <laughs> I was also watching a video with Mike Tyson. Um, he was he, he apparently does mushrooms like all the time, and uh, he does it to like use his pre workout too. So when I heard that, I'm like, oh shit, I'm not the only person that like has kind of discovered it. I mean, there p- plenty of people have done it. I'm assuming, but uh, yeah, I had no idea because there's there's not much information out there that really tells you that stuff. And I'm not trying to tell everybody go do mushrooms for your pre workout. I'm just saying it works. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's so good i can't believe it yeah never thought i'd hear that but yeah there you go but yeah i'm ex- I'm excited for the uh the creatine binge i guess and seeing uh seeing post gains mm. like that so it is it's it's a nice little like when you start training with it and then you just see your muscles all swollen and stuff you're like yep and then you know they just slowly deflate so then yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay um so we got a lot of topics on uh, the thread, a, a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> topics. So I want to read one, <clears throat> and it's coming from J- Miss Jord. She asks, "How do you seem to balance the IRL strength grind and in-game grind? What are some good tips to keep fitness gains without losing XP?" <laughs> um. Honestly, I don't think it's one or the other, right? Like, I mean, you only need to exercise 45 minutes a day, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you can't make 45 minutes to get away from RuneScape to exercise, then you don't want to exercise, right? But, I mean, you've got RuneScape Mobile now, right? Just go on the treadmill and 
play <laughs> play on your mobile. I've like when I've done previous subathons and stuff, like I've just trained in my room, right? And push ups, sit ups, kind of the stuff that you know, body weight, like you do, yeah. and yeah, and that's it. But um, the the one time when I really did sacrifice, um, like training for Rinscape was when they released Group Iron Man. Like I was. Because we were so, com- our team was so competitive in that. Like, I was so addicted to this game. Like, I don't think I've had so much fun playing this game since I was a kid than when Group Iron Man came out. And oh, that's sick. <laughs> and I, um, I was playing literally like sixteen hours a day. I was, I was waking up playing all day, like barely leaving the computer, like <laughs> crap in a bucket type stuff, and then like <laughs> I would just get up and do it again the next day, and um. I was so addicted and I and I don't think I went to the gym for like I think I went to the gym once a week for like two weeks then because I was I just oh, you know didn't want to stop playing and I was just like what am I doing like I'm gonna stop doing this now and I just made an extra hour to go to the gym a day but yeah so first of all I gotta say I'm a little envious that you got to experience that just like that refresh of total addiction to RuneScape because oh, it's so fun, good. you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, this is, I, I miss this. But Literally. Yeah. Um, let me ask, so just in like the couple weeks, wait, you said it was just about like two weeks that you just barely went to the gym? Yeah. I mean, I played Group Ironman for a lot longer, but I yeah. sacrificed gym a lot for the first two weeks. So like in those two weeks, like, do, if you don't work out, like is it noticeable at your stage? I mean, when you don't do that, um, like... I mean, I'm assuming you just get back into it really, really quickly. Yeah, it's two weeks is nothing really. Like you, you go back, and I mean, I was still training once a week, right? Like, so I wasn't yeah. losing everything. But um, I have um, gone like two weeks without training when I've been on holidays or something like last year. And you come back, you're weak as for the first session or two, and then you know, muscle memory kicks in, and you're just back to where you were. So it's no big deal. That's what a lot of people think too, right? Like, they're like, oh, I, you know, I haven't been to the gym for a week now. I've screwed up my plan. Like, it's all over. Um, uh, no point in me going back now. It's like, no, <laughs> it's always better to go than to not. And you don't lose, you know, gains that quick or you're not going to, like, put on a bunch of weight in one or two weeks that you can't get rid of quickly. So, mm-hmm. so that was my, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Like, it was it was nothing. Two weeks and I was back into it. Yeah. Well, I think that was good information you just gave initially. It's like, that seriously is all you need to do. I mean, 45 minutes of some sort of workout and just just push yourself a little bit, you know, make make your make yourself sweat. <clears throat> and uh, yeah. I, I, and I'm, I'm talking to those people that were like me uh, like a couple years ago, just completely got out of the habit of working out. Um, yeah. It really is just simple. It's just small steps, like building into it, though. Yeah, and there's nothing I enjoy seeing more than like, especially like people in my chat who are overweight and stuff, or like struggling with eating or you know exercising. And like, I don't think there's anything more satisfying to me than just seeing them like people like just that in general just get better, right? Like, I'm addicted to seeing people bettering themselves. So. Yep. I always see on Twitter or something like, you know, I know Signer's doing it now and a bunch of other content creators who have gotten into the gym and like, you know, just seeing them progress and get, because you get, you don't just get physically better, you get mentally better, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it really like can't, um, you know, you can't describe how much it does for your mental over your physical. It's, 
completely change your mindset on the world and stuff like oh yeah it's you've got to you just got to stay consistent right and even if it's like even if you even if you do like something small each day right like if 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 walking to your front door is big for you then just do that and then go sit back down you know you've made some step in the right direction mm-hmm. like you just got to just little increments like you just said and that's the best way to keep going with anything just try and do a little bit more each day progressive overload yeah, that that's one of the best things that I, for, first of all, I, I do agree with you. Watching other people better themselves is seriously like a really good feeling. Um, and yeah, like I, I went through it myself and what you said with like the mental, like getting physically healthy changes your mental, but it changes everything. It just like, it's, it's like you're a new person almost. It's crazy the changes that can take place with just a little bit of consistency day by day. Yeah. Um, I lost. I lost my train of thought. What I was going to say after that, but yeah. <laughs> uh, what I, I can't even remember who said it. I mean, obviously, this is just a generic quote, probably. But what you put in is what you get out of just everything in life, and especially when it comes to working out. So, at least for me, that was like really. I don't know. It's just like words of wisdom. I was like, damn. It's not about, you know, just like putting in your 45 minutes or, you know, putting in however much time you have for a workout. It's like, how much are you actually going to put into it? And you'll see the results from that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just like put in the hours. It's like put in the effort, you know? Anyway, yeah. so that that really helped me to change the way I see working out is just like, this doesn't have to be a chore. It's about like improvement. It's, I don't know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I'm, I'm scrolling through. I'm, all I'm seeing is Miss George. Miss <laughs> George. George. <laughs> you know what? So let's. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about your YouTube because it sounds like you streamed first. Um, so here's uh, a topic by Miss George once again. She, she asks What drives you to continue streaming and creating YouTube content? And I'm actually just, yeah, curious, where did the YouTube fall into place? Was that afterward? Yeah, I actually only started doing YouTube properly when Group Iron Man came out because, um, yeah, we knew we were going to be competitive, right? And we were ranked two just below um, Devious and Zulu and stuff, right? So, oh, shit. It, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, hang on, I thought someone... <laughs> I thought someone was yelling at my front door. Um, yeah, so we were, um, yeah, we were ranked two just below Alfie and stuff. So we were we were going hard, man. Like, and that's really when I, when when we first started Group I Man, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna start recording this stuff, like, and throw it out there, and you know, I'm sure people will enjoy it because it's new content, blah blah blah. And yeah, eventually it started picking up, and yeah, that's pretty much what helped me get my initial start on youtube but um mm. and then uh then our team fell apart when group iron man started dying off and um the thing with youtube for me is like i do really enjoy doing youtube but i enjoy doing like progress kind of videos um i don't really enjoy making like the one-off like just video about something you know what i mean yep um i've done a couple of those here and there they always do well but i I've just got so much going on in my life too that I just, you know, as much as I would love YouTube and like to be 
a full-time thing for me. I just, I don't have the time or like the enough interest, I suppose, in the game to want to make a video, like just a random video, like, like for example, what EVScape would do or something, you know? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So I just like making progress videos because it's like while I'm playing the game, it's what I'm interested in doing. And the most important thing for me is just being interested in the content because it really does show when you're not interested in the content, right? Yep. So, yeah. But your your YouTube's been going crazy lately. Like, I mean, the style of content that you do is so different to what most people do. Like, I don't really know anyone else who does like long form content in the way that you do. So it's like kind of a niche that you've got and it's it's obviously working for you. Yeah, it's it's really nice. I mean, that was also just something I realized is, I mean, you can literally just make videos of anything you want and people will eventually, you know, there's a niche for everything. So you'll eventually find an audience for it. And uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. There, I felt like when I first started YouTube, I kind of felt the need almost to do a progress series or to do some snowflake account series or just some sort of series you know what i mean and that is not what i really wanted to do and i realized it's like it's it's very saturated as well so uh yeah luckily people like just listening to me ramble about random shit (laughs) so it's quite good that's that's been nice well thank you but um glad you enjoy it it goes back to like the same thing when i started making music right like like starting with absolutely like no following or anything in music and then building up to you know a ton of followers and everything and all the all the plays on my songs or whatever um it's it's kind of been nice like um like i wouldn't say i was like like big quote-unquote famous or anything from djing but you know like around australia and new zealand anyway i was like reasonably well known like i'd played at all the big clubs for five years or whatnot and and stuff like that. So starting streaming and YouTube just completely fresh where like no one knew who I was, was mm-hmm. like kind of like, it was kind of like a nice refresher, honestly, like none of my, like having low viewers, like getting no plays on my videos and all that stuff where I'm used to getting like, you know, hundreds of thousands of stuff on my songs. And then uh-huh. um, it was like a nice refresher. I'm like, wow, like there's no expectation here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like I used to have labels like breathing down, like, you know, my songs didn't sell this many or like didn't do this like amount of plays or get this amount of exposure or whatever. Um, I mean, you know, it was, a, it was a lot of pressure back then, but it was, I kind of set myself a goal on Twitch. I was like, you know, I want to get partnered, um, blah, 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 did that. And then um, I was like, yeah, might start like some YouTube goals now. So just trying to work towards 10K subs on YouTube and, yeah, it's nice, you know, just building from the ground up again and yeah. Yeah. No, that I'm glad you look at it optimistically like that because I could see a lot of people going into another venture where you literally have no following and just giving up, just being like, yeah, this is Well, you see it over <laughs> and over again, right? Like oh, yeah. people people can't crack like a certain amount of like I don't, whatever it might be, you know, subs on YouTube or like viewers on Twitch or whatever, but I don't look at it that way, right? Like I've got, like I've definitely got a lower viewer base, like viewers compared to a lot of streamers, but I just have like a super sick community and I just like am happy at that. You know what I mean? Like, yep. and I feel like honestly, like you just said, it's it's kind of worked in my favor that I've kind of already had all that like massive exposure before. And it's like, I don't care. Like, yeah, I would still love to have that now on Twitch. Don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. like, 
it's it's not like I'm like craving to feel what it's like to be, you know, like, you know, have hundreds of thousands of views on your videos or streams or whatever. Yep. yep. Um, it's just like I care more about building something that I enjoy and like having a good tight knit community. And yeah, I've got that and I'm happy, but, you know, that's as always, always we're humans and we want to grow. Yeah, I mean, that's always the best long-term strategy anyway is just do what you enjoy and write it out. I mean, that's... You yeah, see it's it consistency. Al- yeah, it's, it's that, but like I'll even see YouTubers, I'm not going to name any names, but, you know, a YouTuber that'll pop out like an amazing video and then all of a sudden, boom, like 20,000 new subscribers. And, you know, a little yeah. bit, it's like, wow, like I'm a little envious, like, holy shit, just you know, skyrocketed past my whole entire sub count, which I've been working on for years. And, <laughs> and then you see that, but then, but then, you know, you, you take a closer look and now there's an expectation there. It's like, okay, like you made an amazing video, but all these viewers that just subscribe to you subscribe because of this. So if you start downgrading your content or doing something you actually wanted to do, it shows. And then those subscribers are almost like empty. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you, you have sure. to do what's sustainable and what you find like fulfilling. Um, and then you, I don't know. I think that's like the, probably the most like healthy way to go about any sort of content creation is to do what you actually want to do. Not what you think other people want. For um, sure, man. It's the same as like, you can like relate that directly to like dieting or, or fitness, right? Like, yeah, you could just eat like a bird for, you know, a month and lose 10 kilos, but you're not going to keep that off right like and it's the same as like making content it's like yeah you could just you know do something like that that's going to boost you really quickly but if you don't enjoy it like you're eventually going to quit and then it will all be for nothing anyway yep yeah so yeah i like i like the route you're going down where you're just doing the stuff you enjoy and i mean i'm doing the same thing but yeah it's yeah yeah things that come up that change Mm -hmm. and it's just cool i don't know just just riding the wave sort of because I've never had insane growth. It's all just been very, very slow and just passive. And that's really how I like it. There's no surprises. It's just like, okay, just keep doing what I enjoy doing. And, you know, you see it, see it like an upward trend almost every time. So how like you're putting out a video every other day, right? Like, I mean, optimally, I would, optimally, I would like to. It's just like, I don't know. It's tough because... And I made a tweet yesterday kind of just talking about uh, – it's hard to put into words, but it's almost like I sabotage myself by thinking of like – I don't know. For for some reason, I think of the worst in me. I'm like, oh, like nobody would want to watch this. Like it's just me talking again. Like, Mm -hmm. And I'll kind of like ride that negative wave almost of like, ugh, if I upload too often, people are just going to be like – I don't know, just like, you're still talking. But it's just because I live with myself 24-7, I just find myself annoying. <laughs> so when I when I want to make a video, it really just depends on my mood. I'm like, damn, like, do I actually want to sit here and talk and annoy myself almost because I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's sort of hard to describe it. And, and the way I make my videos is really just, there's a topic and I ramble about it. That's at least the rambles. It's just... I don't know. Sometimes I don't think I'm putting in enough or I'm not trying hard enough. And then I kind of sabotage myself and say, no, I'm not even going to upload anyway. But yeah, optimally three videos a week would be amazing. Dude, I can relate to that so hard. Um, (laughs) 
it's a life of a producer, bro. Like you make you make a song, you listen to it hundreds of times, and then you hate it, and then you're like, I'm not even going to release this now. <laughs> yeah, that has got to be the worst, dude. Because that happens to yeah. all my favorite music. I end up hating it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a hard life, honestly. <laughs> uh, I heard something. Uh, I think Eminem said something about like he knows what song's going to do the best by the one that's most annoying to him or something like that. He, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, it was something about just like ha- if the song is incredibly annoying and he just hates it, it'll always do super well for some reason. It's weird. <laughs> but yeah. That's funny. Okay. Um, all right. This, this topic has been brought up too many times. I'm going to read it off of Behemoth. He says, ask him about his pillow. I'm out of the loop. <laughs> Wait, you haven't heard loop. about the pillow yet? Maybe, okay, uh, maybe I have, but as soon as I uh, hear it, maybe it'll <laughs> remind me. Okay, this is just a, like a behemoth, literally. Okay, this is, I I roasted him once, like we're obviously mates, and um, we, we roasted, I roasted him once about like how skinny his legs were, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like as a joke, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I've been actually going to roast someone like in, but um and then we've just like been roasting each other back and forth but the thing that i didn't think about is this dude has a massive platform to roast me on Uh, (laughs) he's just taking everything and twisting it and just like you know chicken legs this chicken legs that and i had um i had a i can't remember if it was one of my mates or a girl around on stream one night and (laughs) i had the pillowcases off my pillow because i was washing my sheets um yeah Getting their um half yearly wash, oh, God. and they were, no no, <laughs> and um <laughs> yeah they went over and they had a look and there was like there was like a yellow like you know your pillows go yellow yeah it's like, every dude's pillow <laughs> yeah literally and then actually I do remember now it was one of my mates and he came over I was out of the room and he held it in front of oh, the God. camera just like I've definitely going, seen oh this. what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah yeah and then so the the um pillow meme was born from that but now like even i'll be running around the game now right and yeah. like someone will come up and be like oh yo tell what's up or something and i'm like you know i'm like they're about to like you know say i love your content or something and they'll just be like dirty pillow and teleport <laughs> <laughs> or like chicken legs and then teleport <laughs> but i love it that is so funny that you yeah you're taking on behemoth who has like a hundred thousand subscribers on youtube and yeah jesus christ yeah it's all um it's all in the name of love though like it's mm-hmm. it's funny yeah yeah so that's the pillow being for I mean, you can people okay i know it's all i know it's all fun and games but let's be honest guys out there i mean i don't know about girls but like every dude's got that you know five-year-old pillow but it's just it's just yellow i mean it's just completely dude i don't even think mine was that bad compared to some i've seen honestly and now like because i didn't get rid of it right away like yeah. i had people over on stream and every time i did my chat would be like go check his pillow and then like I had like girls, like a girl over or something, and she went and looked at my pillow, and she's just like, "What the fuck!" Like, <laughs> completely threw me under the bus by my chat. Oh my and, god! Um, yeah, and then so I did a subathon last year, and one of the forfeits was to throw out the pillow. So that was, yeah. Oh shit! So it, it was a comfy out. pillow, man. It yeah, they, they're, they're, out. those yeah. are the most comfy. The more the more yellow they've become, you yeah, know, you, they're you comfy. Got to wear them in a bit, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. All right, here's a question from Katarina. She asks, why do they call you DJ Bluetooth? 
<laughs> they don't. This is um. <laughs> Um, I went down to Melbourne to meet up with Cat and Defy and stuff uh-huh. um, for New Year's, and I don't know. We were all just pissed in the hotel, and then friggin' Defy started calling me Bluetooth Cameron. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a. <laughs> I don't it's know. Random, it's just it? you know how Defy is. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So That's it was funny. just some random thing they thought of. So there's not much substance to that. Okay, I need to ask: Is Defy exactly how he is on stream in real life? Exactly the same. Yeah. What a legend. (laughs) You know what Defy did surprise me, though? Um, Hmm. uh, We, because we've hung out quite a few times now, and he's, I honestly, when I first met him, didn't think that he would be much of like a drinker or anything, right? Dude, that guy goes so hard. You didn't think he would be much of a drinker. He definitely looks like a drinker to me. But yeah. You reckon? Yeah. Because I'm like, I never saw him drinking on stream or anything, right? Like when I first started talking to him. So I was like, yeah, nah, this guy, like, he won't drink much. Dude, this he's the instigator, like, <laughs> he's, like, the biggest sender I've ever met. He's just <laughs> So, who can drink and more, you or him? I can drink more than everyone, just because I'm seasoned, Damn. you know, and, but... And isn't Defy, like, 6'7", or something? Yeah, massive hill giant. Massive. Yeah. How much does he weigh? Is it... I don't know, bro, but when I had my stream meet up last year, and Defy and I flew up, and we met up with heaps of people, and... We were wrestling, and he was so, like he was way stronger than me. Like he was like pinning me down. I couldn't even get up or anything. Holy so. shit! Well, that's just yeah. He's, that's just size, he, just brute. Just size, size yeah. yeah. He's strong, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, when I first when I first started watching the fight, it happens with all the streamers that are tall. Like, did you know if you know Puggin and Coxie, they're both like six foot four. Dude, I thought Coxie was like five foot two. I swear, same. I know what you're talking about. He looks yeah. five. And I thought that the same with Puggin. I was like, you look like you're five foot seven. You know, like who was the other person that I thought was short? Oh, I, I know what you mean though. It happens all the time. I'm like, they're a hundred percent short, and then you yeah. meet them, and they're so tall. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, those are always the two I think of initially. Well, mainly, and the reason I thought. Puggin was so short is because I knew Lake was short and so I don't know for some reason I was thinking like oh they're <laughs> I just think like when I see Lake when he used to use face cam all the time like he looks the same size as Puggin and so I just kind of related because they were like friends <laughs> I, I don't know and then I just in my head for years I was like oh yeah Puggin's like five foot eight or something and then he turns out he's like half a foot taller than me I'm like oh, Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ it's crazy how the camera manipulates it like that. Oh yeah, and I don't. Wait, know. how tall I, are you? I'm I'm five foot eleven. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, I just never hit that extra inch. Hit six foot. <laughs> yeah. Is that like is that classified as a short king because you're below six foot or what's the? Uh, I don't know. I think what's a sh- I, I think five nine is like the um like the line where it's drawn like you could say you could say five nines a short king but i think like anything lower than that is technically well at least in america five nines average male height yeah ron okay but yeah. uh i don't know i mean if pro- i mean some people would probably say under six foot two is a short king but like <laughs> who knows I, everyone's well yeah yeah i I wish I was just an inch taller so I could just say I'm six foot without having to lie. Because I, I will lie. <laughs> I, to say I'm six foot. I was going to say, as if you're not lying at five foot 11. <laughs> I, you're I 100% much, I, saying you're yeah. six foot. Like, I, I still lie, but there, there's something about, like, um, 
the fear of kind of getting like caught like oh you're not actually six foot. it's like nobody's, nobody's fucking Someone like rock it up with yeah. He's rocking up with a measuring tape. Just, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's find out if you really yeah. are then. Yeah. No, but yeah. uh, luckily, you know, I'm at the height where it's never been a problem. Like I'm not, like in college, I'm not, uh, I was never self-conscious ever about my height. I was at the perfect, not the perfect height, but I was at that level where it's never a question. If I was two inches shorter, it would probably be a thing for me. I'd be like, oh, I wish I was taller. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. But yeah, and, and you're what six one? You said six one. Yeah, that's nice. That's like a perfect height. Plus, plus if you're, um, I would say like six foot one, six foot two is like the perfect ideal height for normal just health. Uh, mainly because when you start getting taller than that, first of all, it's harder to look like jacked if you're trying to like get really fit because there's just so much more of you to put on size. But mm-hmm. I've also so heard true. like people get, um, I don't know, they they end up hurting more later in life when they're just taller. It, it's just something about how their bodies are. They just they just hurt. You notice shorter people always have bigger legs too, like because it's just like less yeah, yeah. mass to put on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I swear every short dude I see has the the best legs, and then like, <laughs> yeah, they're just fat. Yeah, just like yeah, yeah, just stocky. Yeah. Do you watch Jeff Nippard on YouTube? I do. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that's He's what I was thinking king. of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's leg. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, I'm 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 happy with my height. And let me ask: Is Australia what's the average male height there? Is it tall? It's probably taller than America. Let me actually look it up. Oh, I don't know actually. I'd, yeah, it'd be worth a look up. Um. I don't know. All, like, I have a few short friends, so I don't know. Oh, it is taller. Yeah, five five foot ten and a half, an inch and a half taller than in America. I I wonder what the tallest country would be. It'd have to be like um, you'd think like um, maybe like Norway or something. Yeah, that's they're what giants, I was thinking. Right? I was like, yeah. probably Norway. Uh, let me see. Yeah, they're huge, dude. If we've guessed this, I mean. Uh, they're like because they're just all yeah oh the the world's tallest people are no longer dutch but the montenegrins where the hell is that i don't know i i don't want to sound like an idiot (laughs) (laughs) montenegro i guess i don't i i literally don't even know where that is like that that's how uneducated i am jesus christ montenegro uh, <laughs> uh even when i looked it up i still don't know <laughs> oh southeastern europe okay okay oh yeah right okay this is like um oh dude what the hell it's near serbia and stuff it, yeah dude. they have the tallest tallest people near serbia all right yeah apparently damn i didn't even know this place existed so Interesting. Yeah, I know. Uh, dude, I hate my like European geography knowledge. It's horrible. Uh, in in middle school, that's where we started learning all about geography and stuff. And so I memorized all the states and that was easy. And South America was pretty easy. Uh, and then Europe, man. There, I, I don't know. I just, 
You, you would pull up a map. Good luck without, with Europe. Yeah, like you pull up a map, I would probably be able to get like six countries, and then the rest is just a total guess. I mean, Italy's always easy, obviously, and like you know, some of them like I'm like, only good it. with. I'm only good with Australia. Like I don't even like I. I have heaps of people from my chat from LA and stuff like that. I can't even remember if LA's wet, west or east, like, and I've been told like 40 <laughs> times. Like, yeah. it's just. Dude, Australia, I am totally ignorant to. I would have no idea where any city is, like, at all, like, just anywhere. Yeah, it's. I don't, that's what I mean. You just know where you live, right? And then. Exactly. <laughs> everything outside that is just whatever. <laughs> that's funny. Um,. Okay, Zesty asks, will you ever bring the group Iron Man content back, or is it over? Um, I don't know, honestly. I have been talking to, like, a couple other streamers about maybe doing another group Iron Man. The thing is, it's just, like, um, I like, like, because something, if I was going to start something like that, it's obviously everything I want to do is like, I want to be able to do something for YouTube as well at the same time, right? So it's like, if I'm going to do that, then it would need to be like, I don't want to just make another group Iron Man and do it like I did last time. There would have to be like a special goal or like, you know, a mm-hmm. special twist on it or something that would make it interesting compared to just like the same as every Tom, Dick and Harry that's doing it now. Like, <laughs> um, yep. But you know what? Like, Group Iron Man really died off. Like, there's not a lot of people that do content of it on YouTube anymore. I know. Um, yeah. That, that that was actually a surprise how it... I mean, it was pretty hype initially, but that died real quick. Oh, I was so caught, man, when it started dying. Like, yeah. that was just... It was just so much fun, honestly. And it's what I built, like, my whole, like, stream. Like, my stream grew massively during um, Group Iron Man and stuff from mm-hmm. youtube and whatnot and i mean and then i like built it up built it up built it up got to like a really good point and then uh everyone just like kind of got over it my team stopped playing and then i'm just back to an iron man like everyone else you know like yeah yeah that's unfortunate so so i don't know i don't know is is the answer maybe maybe not <laughs> um she also asks would you ever consider mixing music on stream I actually have done that before a few times and it's good fun. I've been thinking about buying decks again, like a controller or something just to, because it would be a nice variation to have like, you know, um, maybe while you're doing something boring in RuneScape, you know, just like chuck it in the corner and do like a little DJ mix, you know, Oh yeah. on a weekend. Um, so I have been considering buying decks again. Yeah. The only thing that stop- stopped me is like, um, I lost all my music, right? So, like, I have to start from scratch and getting all the music and stuff is so annoying. Like, they have record pools and stuff now, but I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm too washed up now mm. to know about anything. So, yeah, it's definitely a, a, on the on the maybe card at the moment. So, could be. I mean, the ones I've done before, I had, like, my friends come around. They bring all their stuff Um and they, all their music and stuff. So it was just as easy as plug it in and go, you know. But now mm-hmm. it would take like weeks and weeks of preparation, um, which I don't mind doing. I just need to like, <laughs> need to make that step right. Yeah, that would be really cool. I mean, I would definitely tune in. I know Bodie. Yeah. Did Bodie ever do his DJ stream? I know he like was teasing it. He must have done it. I must not have popped in. 
Um, I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, was it just one time, or did he do it I for like so. a couple of weeks? Or I, I don't even know. I just remember him tweeting about it. And I was like, that sounds hella sick. Because Ari Slash used to do a bunch of DJ streams too. Yeah, That's I think cool. it'd be unique, right? Like, not a lot of people doing it. So. Oh, yeah. No, it's like super hype too. If you get like a nice setup going too, just it's even like I've I've made music on stream before too. Um, I would love to start doing that again, <laughs> but. It's the same kind of thing. Like I lost all my like sample packs, all my plugins, which is like, uh, yeah, it's just like the programs you use to make the sounds and stuff. And I mean, I would have to go through and get all those again. It'd be an expensive feat, pretty much. Like, yeah, they're not cheap, um, and a lot of like, time. Probably just getting back into it. I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be as good as I used to be. I'm sure, but I did it for so long. Um, I even studied at uni and stuff. So, oh I shit, just, okay. Yeah, I did audio engineering, so I I learned, you know, I already knew how to do a lot of it. I just was fine-tuning, but yeah, so I definitely haven't forgotten. I don't think it's something I'll ever forget. Yeah, um, it's like riding a bike. But I think it's like one of those things where I would have forgotten little tricks and stuff that I used to do or like, you know, little things that just make it better. I think I would have forgotten a lot of that stuff, but it'll come back. Mm-hmm interesting yeah. yeah i got um i actually made beats back in high school i mean they were dog shit i mean they they, <laughs> they they sounded like beats you know but it was it was on uh it was an uh an ipad program called music studio which was actually pretty advanced for its time for a mobile interface but Damn. yeah i would just make beats on there uh, i actually have it on my soundcloud i could share it i'm, I'm too embarrassed to share it like oh you gotta show me that <laughs> i'll let you know after, i'll let you know afterward if you remind me yeah but, okay. uh, um what was your dj name did, did uh, you have one i mean it was just say baby that was uh, a shit now i've now i've totally leaked it people are gonna look it up but... <laughs> <laughs> there you go guys i got it but uh <laughs> no but on my soundcloud i actually I literally haven't been on my soundcloud in years um but yeah, I would just make little beats, and there was a one of my best friends in high school named Brandon. He had a, a younger uh, sibling, and we used his voice as like audio for the beats. So like we we made an album that was like of his younger brother who was like five at the time or something like that, <laughs> and he would just say random stuff, and I'd put it up with the audio. So it's just like the most rand it's like a five-year-old's thoughts basically with a beat in the background and uh it was really fun to make and then and that's really what i wanted to pursue after like high school oh really stuff. but yeah I, I i in fact i actually took uh a semester of majoring in music but and i was gonna get into producing but it was just so incredibly exhausting and like so much I don't know. It was like, I, I guess in my head, I was thinking a music degree would be so much more fun and so much more like, I don't know, learning about, I don't even know what I thought it was because as soon as I started doing it, it was all like music theory. It was like these very challenging classes that were like really centered on classical music and stuff like that. And it just wasn't my vibe. And there was so much competition too, like. I don't know. Yeah. It was tough. So it's I just so, like, quit. Yeah. A lot of that stuff too, even when I studied, like I did audio engineering, so it wasn't like music per se at yeah. uni, but obviously music is the core of it. But um, yeah, we had like classical music classes and stuff and I didn't give a crap about that, you know, like, mm-hmm. like I was just like, show me how to make better beats, like, you know. Um, 
but learning those programs dude is what is the hardest part right like obviously you i don't know if you ever got a proper like daw um like ableton or fruity loops or something like yeah, that yeah i i actually have ableton live uh on my computer because a couple of years ago i I purchased the full package. I used to, uh, back in high school, I actually had Ableton as well, but I torrented it. So it's like, I couldn't ever get like all the shit I needed hardly. It, it always just felt like a, broken, yeah. like a broken program almost, but I actually have the 100%. full thing right now, but it is, yeah, it's just something where like, I need the passion for it to learn it because yeah, it, it's like, it's a chore to learn. There's so much to it. You know what I mean? Oh my god, dude! And it's like all maths and stuff too, with frequencies and whatnot. Like this, even once once you get good at using like the program, then it's like, all right, now you get to the hard part, which is like actually making things sound good. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I know. Yeah, it's crazy. Like how long you'd spend just working on like one little section of a song, and then like. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're like, not that shit and delete it after like spending eight hours on it. Oh, I know. And then, that, yeah. That has got to be so hard because almost every time I would make a beat on like back in high school and stuff, I swear the longer I worked on it, the more I wanted to just delete it because <laughs> I'm yeah, just like sick yeah, of yeah. it. You know what I mean? It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it, that's how it is with music producing. That's so yeah. That's that's such a messed up like part of it when you think about it. A lot of people probably don't even realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. All right, Hannity asks, "Can I have my blanket back?" <laughs> You're gonna have to tell me. I don't know this one. Oh, uh, okay. Well, Hannity and Defy came around to mine one one night. We just like had drinks and stuff on stream. <laughs> She brought a, a blanket with her because I think she'd driven, driven up the coast. And, um, yeah, like, they ended up crashing at mine. <laughs> she left a blanket here. It's still out on my lounge, Hannah, if you're listening to this. <laughs> so I'm going to sell it off to the highest bidder if anyone listening to this wants it. Um, Hanani's blanket will start the bidding at 100 bucks, I reckon. <laughs> and <laughs> Is it yellow? Like, I need to ask. As I want to check now. I want to check because... <laughs> They were both roasting me for my pillow when they were over, so I got to check if her blankets are yellow. But um, it's still on my lounge, and I just because I just have a pile up of stuff on my lounge, right? That I um, I, I'm like, yeah, I'll get around to throwing that out, but um, I haven't. But you never know. Maybe maybe Hannah will come and stay yeah. up in you know, Sydney again. So maybe maybe she'll want a blanket. I'll just leave it there. 
That's so, uh, dude. I'm jealous that you guys just. It, it just feels like it's such a short drive. You guys all like meet up and just have a good time. Yeah. Cool. Well, Defy lived pretty close to me uh, when he was living in Sydney. Um, so oh, yeah, yeah I would moved. see him more than most. Yeah. Um, but now he's moved to Melbourne. So how far is uh, that? And there's no. <clears throat> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like. It's it's not far. Like it's a, it's an hour and a half plane ride. So, yeah, it's oh, pretty geez. close. So so you guys would fly like how like no no like he he lived he when he lived in Sydney, which is where I live. He um he lived like forty minutes away from me driving. Okay. Um, but now he lives like an hour and a half flight away, or like I don't know, ten hours driving or something. Oh Jesus! Okay. Yeah. So. Still close enough where I'll like go and see them. Like he lives near, like I don't know if he lives near Cat, but he lives in the same city as Cat and um, like uh, EV Escape and stuff like that. So oh, I usually cool. catch up with them when I go go down there. Would you go to TwitchCon or um, <clears throat> RuneFest if those happened? Um, I've been asked this so many times, and I honestly don't know. Like, um. Like RuneFest, probably not. It's Twitch, TwitchCon maybe, but RuneFest probably not. Honestly, like I'm don't think I would fly all the way to the UK just to, like I get that it would be fun and like, um, you know, meeting everyone, but I would like rather go to TwitchCon or something in America. And um, I mean, everyone looked like they had so much fun there last year. So. Yeah, it looks so much. I didn't go. I'm I'm kicking myself yeah. now for not going. Yeah, I mean, it's a big like. I mean, for me, it's a big commitment, right? Like, I got to fly all the way from Australia. It's yeah, a long flight and very expensive. expensive. And yeah, so it's it's like not high on my to do list, but I feel like if um, if I was ever like in America around that time, because I do plan to travel to America at some point, um, then yeah, I would probably consider going. But other than that, I don't think so, honestly. Mm. I was gonna so ask. The, if- it's, Sorry, I was, was going to say it's the um, <laughs> it's the problem with being from Australia. You're just so far away from everything. No, that does suck. I think Defy's <laughs> going to uh, TwitchCon Las Vegas this year because he asked me if I was going, and I don't have any. I don't have any plans of going, but I'm definitely going to make plans in the in the upcoming months to go. Make an effort to go. Oh, Las so. Vegas would be dangerous. Oh yeah, for why? Why do we say that? <laughs> I mean, not for me. I, I'm not okay. a gambler, but for for people who are, like, oh, I can yeah. imagine. Oh yeah. I can yeah. imagine that would be, um, yeah, I actually, dangerous. I actually lived in Las Vegas for uh, like half a year. I was doing, Whoa. I was doing solar sales. I was selling like solar panels to people. Well, I wasn't actually selling the solar panels to them. I was selling a lower utility bill. And so as long as I made the sale, uh, people would come and install uh, solar panels, which weren't technically the those people's it was just like they were renting the solar panels to get a lower utility bill anyway nobody cares but uh yeah that, that was a fun that was a fun like six months we used to go to the strip i was only 20 at the time so i couldn't like gamble in fact i would get kicked out for even watching like poker like people would ask for my id while i'm just watching my friends and they'd be like you can't be watching this and i'm like what the fuck like i'm not even doing oh anything. right because it's 21 over there right yeah, yeah i forgot yeah yeah but, uh, Dude, I think it's yeah. 16 in the UK, right? Like what? Like to, ga- to gamble or to or to, to drink. drink? I think. Okay. Yeah, 
I, I could be wrong on that, but I think it's 16. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. So and it's young. 18 in Australia and then 21 is like so old. You know, like, I know it is. Dude. Like I was already friggin' like balls deep in like three, <laughs> three day benders a week by 21. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. maybe I should have grown up in America and I would have dodged all that. You you might have because I technically did. I mean, I still don't drink. I mean, I've I've drinking here and there, but the last time I drank was like a year and a half ago. Um, I mean, if you, it's better not to honestly. Like, if you, yeah, I mean, it's it's not it's not good for you. That's for sure. But it's definitely. Uh, so sometimes I kind of wish I had. Um, I don't know. At least sort of acquired the taste of it so I could enjoy it socially. Not like I do many social things, but just, I don't know, because like, I, I don't even want to drink socially. I just feel like it, I don't know. But, but then again, like there's, there's so much, I don't know. There, there's like benefit to it. If you drink socially, like it's, it's fun. You can have a good time and you can just relax yeah, a little it, bit more in social situations, which, yeah. But I had, I envy the people who can do that without drinking because I'm I'm like that. I'm like, if, if I'm not at least going to go have like a beer or two, I'm just like, well, I'm not even going to go. You know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah. I don't really, unless it's like so, like an event or something like, you know, we're going to watch like, you know, a sporting event or something like that. Um, then I could probably do it without drinking. But I mean, if I'm just going to go up to like, the pub or a bar to meet my friends like if i'm not drinking i'm not going like <laughs> you know yeah yeah i mean that that almost inevitably happens though because it just becomes so ingrained as like this is just tradition you know like yeah especially in australian culture too like everyone oh, yeah. is everyone like drinks here and a I lot know. of it <laughs> yeah everyone drinks there it's so true yeah yeah but, so weed's illegal there though right it's legal in some places like mm. canberra and whatnot but yeah it's pretty much illegal most places but they're trying to pass bills at the moment to legalize it but um yeah we'll see if it happens i'm not i'm not a weed smoker myself like yeah i haven't smoked smoked weed since i was a lot younger but so it doesn't really bother me but i mean i would like to see it legalized i mean it's clearly not that dangerous you know what i mean yeah and uh, yeah i also heard just lately that australia legalized psychedelics not like legal i think they legalized them in like a medical setting yeah i think in a medical setting yeah yeah something like that i think i heard that yeah interesting i'm that, not sure it's my uh, field yeah that always makes me excited though just like hearing about it just because i've had like amazing experiences with psychedelics so i'm like I don't know. It it would be cool to for for the people that, you know, really are interested in that and think it, it could help them. I just think it's cool that that's like a new uh avenue to go down if if they care to. Instead yeah. of it just being like totally criminalized for I don't know. Obviously yeah. there's reasons for it, but like there's a lot of reasons why it's stupid. Yeah. Um all right, uh, I gotta I gotta cover this one. King Condor asks, "I need advice for my workout routine at the gym. If I just wear long pants every day, can I essentially avoid training legs? I like to think that every day is upper body day." Yeah, Connor, you actually have to go to the gym first to even ask that question. So, <laughs> once you go to the the gym and actually train even upper body, then we'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> 
Oh, God. Okay, he also has a real question, which is, what are you most grateful for with your OSR streaming YouTube career? And what would be your biggest regret? Um, Most grateful for is definitely the people that I've met, 100%, like, no questions asked. Like, I've met some really good friends through um, streaming and OSRS in general. Biggest regret... Um, I don't know, honestly. I don't really have any, if I'm being honest, that I can think of anyway. Like, um, everything's been great. And I love the direction that everything's going in. But yeah. definitely, yeah. Because, like, I mean, we do meetups every year and stuff like that. And, I mean, that's just stuff that would never happen if you didn't build that community in your stream, right? Like, we're very, very tight-knit group and... Um, yeah, and we've become friends in real life too. So I'm pretty grateful for that. That's cool. Yeah. No, I mean, you're what right. about you? I would like because like you don't do webcam streams or anything really anymore, right? Like, well, I, I kind of do the radio streams. I had a couple months where I did the radio streams. I'm definitely back on the face cam. I I just needed like a I needed a break, but I didn't want to just completely stop streaming. Mm-hmm. But I definitely needed a break from it all because, like, I don't know. It's it's a long story just about, like, everything. Just just trying to, like, refocus on what I enjoy about streaming because I felt really boxed in of, like, oh, I have to stream six to eight hours doing high-level PVM because that's kind of what I've built my stream around and I was getting really sick of it. So, like, yeah. just trying to re... Not rebrand, but just... I don't know. Isn't so, that the hardest thing, right? Like you just is. like you just really build up your stream around something and then you feel obliged to be streaming that content all the time. But I then know. in a sense, you're just killing yourself inside because and it still happens to me now. I'm like, oh, you know, I can't stream myself doing this. Like, you know, that's not what people want to watch me for, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, yep. I think most of the people who really want to watch you is just like they just want to watch you for you. You know what I mean? And it's exactly i always try and step step back and tell myself that but it's hard man like uh, so many times especially recently um probably like the same as what was happening with you is like you feel like you just have to turn on the stream and like wasn't enjoying playing Rooney a lot and it was just mm-hmm. like turning on the stream because i'm like i have to you know like it's you know your job or whatever it is but yeah um yeah i think i think you just got to take a step back and try and do stuff that you enjoy right even if you like have lower viewers or you know, it's a, a slower month or whatever, just to, because like at the end of the day, it's like we said before, right? It's it's the consistency that counts. Like, um, I'd rather take a step back, have a slower month, and keep my sanity rather than just do something that I hate, completely burn out, and stop streaming. You know, like exactly. Yeah, yeah. That I was I was dealing with my own shit uh, a couple months ago, so that's why I was doing all the radio streams, which were like. It was beneficial for me because I really just did not want to stream. It was, I wasn't enjoying it. The the things I was streaming, I wasn't enjoying. And I could have just made a switch, but it just felt wrong to just all of a sudden be like, oh, I'm not going to do any of this. I felt like a break was needed. And then I just would do a radio stream here and there just to sort of keep, just to make, just keep up appearances almost like I haven't abandoned <laughs> like Twitch. I yeah. didn't, didn't want to have that be my message well that's good and it's good in a way too and at least you're still putting out youtube content right yeah, so it yeah. Was, 
Um, I forgot to ask you before, is it, um, did you move to be closer to your family or is that to do with why you weren't streaming as much and stuff or? No, I mean, okay. So the reason I moved is because like, so I was living out in Alabama for the past four years with my older brother and then my younger brother would come in and out, out of school. Like he would, he'd go to school out of state and then he'd come back to work and Mm -hmm. we were living together and it was great. I mean. Rent was super freaking cheap, and it was just sort of nice being a D-Gen there and just being able to stream and grow my stream there. But eventually got to the point where I was like, I'm not even progressing in my life at all being here. I'm like stagnating. I'm not even stagnating. I'm like declining, basically. Um, And a lot of that was like my brother and I, my older brother and I started seeing differently i guess and i mean i mean you just live with your adult brother for four years you kind of end up just going on different paths sort of and so Mm -hmm. like i just needed a break plus i just didn't like living with people anymore i just wanted my solitude and so i wanted to live alone and i could have just moved out there but honestly alabama's nothing great it's pretty boring and not yeah yeah not not great so moving back to oregon this is where i actually grew up um it wasn't to see family. It was mainly just I, I know it here and I love it. I love the weather. I love the, the, the hikes and the trails and everything. And I ended up just living in the city that my, uh, my parents live in just for convenience sake. But it wasn't really about um, being next to them. I'm not really like a – I don't need to see family all the time, to be honest. Yeah, okay. All right. So you got like another job and stuff there now or it's just streaming? It's still just streaming in YouTube. Um, The podcast uh, honestly has been sort of carrying me the past couple months when I wasn't streaming as much. But I mean, I had had built up some savings because rent was just so cheap in Alabama. So I was able to get out here without much of a, a hassle really besides just spending several thousand dollars. But it was saved. Yeah. Out. I, was, I was prepared for it. Yeah, okay, gotcha. So, That's interesting though. Yeah, now we're on the rebuild, which is sucky because I'm still trying to get back into the groove of streaming, you know, and so I'm, I'm trying to figure out my place, uh, how, how I enjoy streaming and figuring that out is still like kind of stressing me out a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad. That's what everyone doesn't. Yeah. I mean, everyone doesn't realize it's how stressful streaming can be really. Like they think, oh, it's so good. You know, you just click live you know, get paid to play video games or whatever. It's not like that. Like, it's like that sometimes, but... It's like that at I the mean, beginning, it feels like, where everything's, yeah. just, everything's better than what it was. And then when you start relying on it, it's always about the money. It's like the, the reliance of like, oh, I need to make this much to pay rent or whatever. Like, that just makes things so much more stressful. Exactly. And that's, that's why I always said to like, my stream and stuff too like i've always kept another job at the same time because i don't want my stream to come to that where i'm like turning it on every day i'm like shit i need to make like this much money to pay rent like you know i I don't want it to ever get to like that like i'll always work another job at the same time even if it's just like part-time or whatever to Mm -hmm. pay my bills so then when i turn on my stream i'm just like you know and even still, dude, like, even still it gets stressful. And I've, like, tried to, like, um, mitigate all of that stuff, you know. But, yeah. like, I totally I totally get it. It would be harder for you when it's completely what you rely on, you know. Yeah. 
yeah, it's it just makes I don't know. It's just another stress that it's just another like stressor that just kind of forms from streaming, which sucks because that's not how streaming initially was. It was all fun and games. Don't you miss that? I <laughs> know. Your it sucks. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> oh, you just click live and you just you just stream for like twelve hours. And you didn't care. Like <laughs> it was so good. And th- but it goes back to what I was saying before, right? Like, um, it's kind of worked. You know, I mean, I'm starting to get more towards like the like dressing about stuff here and there now. But like for so long, it was just like a re- nice, refreshing thing for me, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, like I didn't care. I had all that previous exposure, like already i just like completely built a brand elsewhere and now it's like i'm gonna start and build a new brand you know Mm -hmm. and it was so nice at the start just like no expectation see what happens but then you start growing at like a certain rate and you're like oh now i need to do better and then you start i know that's it i know it just happens like you you start putting expectations on yourself and then you start thinking you start putting expectations on other people about yourself that aren't even their expectations but you start almost i don't know yes. it, it becomes oh mind God. games dude it's horrible <laughs> that's so funny i'm glad i'm not the only one who who feels it. i'm sure everyone like everyone, feels like that in a certain way like put certain expectations on yourself the one thing i've really really focused on in the past couple of years um because i used to be so bad with it even with like training fitness and stuff is just like concentrating on myself and not comparing myself to others like it's so hard to do right like because you're always like oh this person's doing so well and like you know i'd love to be doing like that but the thing that that's really helps me is like look what i like to do is like look at my pros and cons and like focus on that right and then if i do compare myself to someone else then um it, it kind of puts it in perspective for you, right? You're like, well, I've got all these good things going on in my life. You know, they probably have their problems. Yes, they're like, you know, doing better than me at this or whatever. But, you know, everyone has their own thing going on where they wish they could be better at. Exactly. Um, and, you know, they probably are looking at you for certain things saying, damn, I wish I had like had that. You know what I mean? It's just, it's human nature, right? Like you're always comparing yourself to other people. But I just like to put it in perspective. Like I still do it, but I just put in myself in like reality check and perspective. Now when I do it, I'm like, you know, like I just said, they've got their own thing going on. I've got my own thing. Exactly. Just try and be, try and be better than you were today. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's really what matters. I mean, yeah. even when we were talking earlier about fitness, I mean, that was just something that's really helped me with just confidence in general, because when, you kind of start pigeonholing yourself into one avenue of something. Like for me, it, it really was streaming. That was like the only thing that was going on for me. And so when you only have one thing riding on you, it, it ends up being your like, uh, I don't know, like if that ends up failing or if that, like that can crush you, you know what I mean? So yeah. working on other things just, just to help yourself out, like, that are just benefiting you as a person like for example fitness i mean that that has just really helped me to have more confidence and just more aspects of my life rather than just streaming like oh like i have this going for me what else uh (laughs) nothing (laughs) yeah but i mean anything something right like exactly you gotta you gotta um pick your battles and I think fitness is just something that because a lot of like everyone wants to be healthy, right? Like everyone wants to look good, be healthy. Mm-hmm. But dude, it's crazy. Like hardly anyone does. Like, um, it, the statistics are crazy, man. Like, 
you know, you, I mean, you look at the average person walking down the street and the average person does not train or like does not look like they train or yep. like is unhealthy and stuff. You probably know more in America, right? Like, Dude, I was in Alabama. Most- I think it's like the third fattest state or something. It was. I know, right? So even just training and being fit and healthy in that respect, like to me, that's probably more important than, you know, being, well, it definitely is more important than being a big streamer or anything like, you know. Yep. Um materialistic in that sense not saying that streaming is materialistic but you know like you know the that's the your health and stuff is you how you actually are on the inside and how you feel and stuff and you know streaming's just something that you do at like you're totally right yeah so i don't know it's one way to look at it right yeah no 100 percent it is and okay. uh, yeah I'm, yeah, 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 yeah sorry go for it. no go for it oh i was just gonna say that i'm I've started, like, instead of doing that too, it's just, like, being happy for people, right? Like, you always yeah. want to see your friends succeed and, like, it's it really, like, because I'm a very competitive person, right? Like, I like doing well in things and, you know, competing generally, but I stopped looking at everything that way and just, like, being happy for people in their own respect for doing well and, you know, just realizing that everyone can grow together and just be great together, I guess. Yep. Yeah. And honestly, holding on to like grudges or holding on to like spite almost for other people because of their success, it's not dragging them down at all. It's just, it's only dragging you down. <laughs> that's a, that's so a good point. Just, yeah. It's completely pointless to do. It's always better to yeah. lift people up. Yeah. Okay. Um, ooh, here's a good question from Feb. If RuneScape were to disappear, would you still stream? And if so, which game category would it be? Ooh. Um, yeah, I definitely would still stream. Um, I mean, I stream RuneScape most of the time, but the, I don't think that it's what I want to stream forever, right? Um, yeah. I would I would honestly um, move into probably more IRL stuff, if I'm being honest, and maybe like DJing, um, like fitness stuff um if not then i mean the only other game that i really play is age of empires 2 um that's sick are you good i love that game i'm decent i'm pretty i'm decent i'm not gonna say i'm good because it's a really hard game to be good at but um but i'm not bad yeah i'm not bad but it's so hard to stream like and play that game at the same time because it's probably like like playing. I've never played League of Legends or anything, but those games where you have to like mega concentrate, like you can't read chat. Like I'll be playing that game and then like it feels like thirty seconds gone past and I like haven't read chat for like ten minutes. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's it wouldn't be a feasible game to stream. I would say because um, I'm a, I like having the chat interaction right, like yeah. Yeah. more so than actually playing the game. So yeah, probably I, I would say IRL stuff. What about you? What would you do if you if RuneScape wasn't? I mean, definitely the same. That's kind of uh, since I've moved back here, I've I've done like um, I did a walking stream where I actually walked around this little bike path, and I did a workout stream where I was on my uh, stationary bike and having some music play and stuff, chopping redwoods alongside. Which oh, is, that's cool. It, it's always fun. Uh, but no, it, it seriously would be IRL. It would just be like going on hikes, cooking workout and that's really what i'm trying to mix in currently right now is like i want runescape to still be there but i'm trying to blend in the more lifestyle type streams 
because yeah, for sure. it's just something I'm more into currently. It's like I, I want to improve myself as a person. And so like being able to stream just real life is uh, satisfying for me right now. I, I, but it's like, again, going back to like those expectations, I almost feel like others have an expectation of me. So it's hard for me to just go like full out and enjoy myself with IRL streams. Cause I feel like I, in the back of my I mind, know. I have to kind of be like, Oh, well this isn't a, you know, a, a, a thing I'm going to be mean, doing all the time. It goes back to that, like, like the ego thing, right? Like it's like, Okay, I'm going to have a third or a quarter of the viewers I have doing this, right? Like, mm-hmm. And that's the hard thing I find when I stream something else. It's like, well, you got like hardly any viewers. But I feel like it's just one of those things. It's like if you just keep doing it, then people are eventually going to watch it, right? And yep. if it's good, like if you're enjoying it and people can see that in your content and they'll eventually watch you, like it's always... Um, it's like the same when I started Group Iron Man. Like every big streamer was doing Group Iron Man, right? Like why would anyone watch me? So I had like when Group Iron Man started for the first, I don't know, like few weeks, like I had like super low viewers. And then I was like enjoying it so much that I just kept doing it. And then eventually once like, you know, our team was in a really good spot and we we're putting out good content. Well, then I got like a lot of viewers, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like that would translate to almost anything, right? Like as long as the content's good and you are standing out in some sense, then it'll work in the end, right? Yep. Just consistency. Absolutely. But yeah, it's hard. It's hard doing going like, you know, halving your viewers or whatever to do something else and yep. always plays on your mind and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh. All right. Miss George, once again, asks, who is someone you look up to as a content creator and why? Um, huh. I don't, I don't know if I have really, like, obviously, Bodhi's always been, like, he's the go-to guy, right? But for more than just, like, I think because he was when, I can relate to Bodhi so much, how he's, like, got in down his whole fitness journey and stuff like that and, um, you know, and just the way that he like is really real about everything he does, right? Like, you know, it's just, I don't know. You feel like you're on his like life journey with him. And yep. so I wouldn't really say that I've looked up to anyone. Like I, I used to look up to DJs and stuff more. So when I started streaming, I just streamed like um, my, my, my favorite stream has always been Ron. Um, I hung out in his stream heaps like for years before I started streaming. So probably say Ron or Bodhi if in this category. That's cool. Yeah. 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 What about I, you? I don't know. I sometimes wonder. Uh, there was definitely streamers I watched. I mean, one of them I think I've actually mentioned on a previous Sebe cast was, was Rigandau. And not, not necessarily because like I just, you know, looked up to him so much as a content creator, but the way he streamed was just so liberating. It, it just felt like, um, at least at the time, this is even before I, this is probably even a couple of years before I started streaming, but I was watching RuneScape streams and popping into his stream just felt so chill because I'd go there and I'm like, dude, this guy is literally just doing exactly what he wants and making mm. a living off of it. And I think part of that just, and and like I would watch his stream when I was driving to work and back and stuff, not like, 
I wasn't watching driving, but like I was, you know, had this had the stream on listening to it. And <laughs> just a disclaimer. Yeah. yeah. Just, just full on chatting. Just in case any cops are listening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm real. <laughs> no, but uh, like I just remember thinking like I have to go to work right now and suffer because I'd like do um, I was like unloading trailers for 12 hours, you know, just like bullshit. And, mm-hmm. and, and just knowing like this dude just decided to start streaming. It's working out for him. He, it appears like he's having a great time. Like, and there was other streamers like that. I think I just call out Rig because it was definitely like I remember in particular being in his stream and feeling that way. Like, damn, this guy made his dream a reality. Like, that's sick. Yeah, for sure. You know what the crazy thing is too, right? Like, to to actually quit your job and do streaming, like, I mean, to make a livable wage off streaming. Like you got to have a lot of support, right? Like it's because mm-hmm. it, especially how much of a cut Twitch takes from subs, like even being partnered down. I don't know if you're on the old partner scheme or the new one, but like it's still 50, 50 for partners. If you get like, if you've been partnered in the past, yeah. I don't know when they change it over, but um, it's hard dude, like to just live off of subs and stuff. Cause like you essentially need to have double, like to get the same income. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's a big call to compl- that's that's why I never like quit a job right like I feel like that's at the, at the stage I'm at it's too much of a stretch for me it's to like risky. try and yeah. like I could I could live off it now um but but then know, the pressure I'm not going to be saving and, the pressure and, comes I'm not going to be saving and exactly you know. and the streams it's, will probably just be more stressful it won't be as fun yeah that's at least what it would and happen to it's, me it's it's expensive where I live too like really expensive so it's like it's probably not smart for me to do that anyway maybe if i live somewhere where it was cheaper yeah. like rent's really expensive the cost of living is just higher here in sydney so um yeah that doesn't help either but yeah yeah um okay i you know what just, just as a shout out to ms pistachio what is the actual width of your calves and why do you always skip them <laughs> on leg day <laughs> i do <laughs> sad to go yeah yeah um i'm not gonna lie like i actually always skip carbs eh? (laughs) yeah who gives a shit um i mean to be honest okay so i i used to like kind of dedicate some of the time where i'd work out to just calf raises and i'm like this is actually sort of pointless because like i could be doing (laughs) i I could be doing like a full-on compound movement with my whole legs including my calves rather than just I don't know. Yeah. I feel like calf raises are kind of just a joke. Like it's easy as hell. Nothing really happens unless you're doing like super like high weights, you know, holding weights and doing it. But yeah, no, I, I, I don't think I have small calves anyway. Like I've run a lot and that definitely gets your calves. Frank, and I have started training them a bit more recently now, but yeah, I've yeah I didn't train them. Yeah. So it's like, um, I don't really give a crap about calves. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I mean, when I inevitably actually start going to a gym to start lifting heavier, I, I, I can see that happening. Like actually, this year probably. Um, I'm definitely gonna have to start actually like squatting weight. <laughs> you know, not just doing yep. my, my little kettlebell yep. squats and lunges and stuff. I mean, putting on some mm-hmm. heavy weights is definitely a different thing, and that's really what stimulates the muscle growth. I'm just for sure. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, ooh, okay. So, again, coming from Miss Jord, what do you do when you're feeling uninspired to recharge your creative batteries? And not just with streaming, I'm going to add that, just like everything in life. Do you have like a, a ritual to recharge? I, I honestly don't, and I think it's a problem. Um, I'm kind of like a workaholic in a sense, and I'm just... I've just got such a productive mindset that I like always to be doing something, but it, it doesn't work in your favor all the time, right? Like, like I definitely, especially recently, have been going through that where I'm just like, oh, I'm kind of over this game at the moment. Um, you know, I don't really... Like, the thing that I... like, And, and it's been showing in my streams too lately. Um, if I'm not enjoying the game and, like... I'm not having good conversations or something in my chat. Like I'll just end stream. Like even if I've been streaming for like two, three hours, like I'll just, um, but I think that kind of works as in a, like in a way, right. It's like you said, when you're just doing your streams, like you're just doing something right to, um, to show that like, you know, you still want to be there and like, you still do care and stuff. Um, but you're just not necessarily enjoying the content at the moment, but everyone goes through those stages. Like I'm coming out of it now. I'm, starting to enjoy the game again and got a lot of content planned coming up. So I wouldn't say I'm in one at the moment, but I don't really have like a thing that I do. I just will might take a day, an extra day off here or there, or just like do shorter streams. That's really my only thing. That's probably like, honestly, that's a pretty good answer. It's just taking it easy, but still doing your consistent things. Yeah. Cause I like being consistent, right? So I will always try and at least, you know, it's not like I'll just stop. Like everyone's like, just have a week off streaming, right? But I don't want to do that. Like I would rather stream two or three days rather than four or five or whatever. And that's my like downtime kind of thing. Yep. Um, then just take a week off per se. So, yeah. Very cool. Uh, what's the most embarrassing thing you had to do on a stream? <laughs> that's coming from oh, where do where mean? do i start oh god i've done so many embarrassing things on stream a eh? like a crazy amount i think honestly the one that that sticks out to me is i did i did a hot tub stream with my ex-girlfriend who i hadn't like <laughs> spoken to in like dude like years wait and you had done uh, you did a hot tub stream with what was your current ex-girlfriend so not like yeah. she's now your ex but like no no she was she was my she's yeah i wasn't dating her at, like oh, she was damn. my ex-girlfriend but you guys were on good terms hopefully i'm assuming well like <laughs> we we ended on really bad terms oh, and shit. we didn't speak we hadn't spoken like the like for the prior two to three years and then like we had kind of just started like got got back on good terms again for like mm. a week and i'm like uh hey this would be a good idea for content like you want to do a hot tub stream with me and she, <laughs> like fully fully like didn't expect her to say yes and she's like yeah all right um and what makes it worse is we didn't have a hot tub so i was just like in my parents bathtub oh my <laughs> like, god <laughs> dude it was so awkward like it was it was the weirdest shit and like she's like She's not much of an entertainer, so there was like, it was the most awkward cringe stream I think I've ever done, and like we were just Holy sitting in this shit. bathtub. Holy <laughs> shit! Oh and, my god! Um, yeah, and that is for sure. I'm gonna say the most embarrassing thing I've done on stream. I um, hope you were drunk as fuck and just. Didn't... We were drinking, okay, but yeah. yeah, 
yeah. takes a little bit of the cringeness away, I guess, in the moment at least. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> oh, there was a couple God. of sleepless nights after that watching the clips. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. Yeah. Any other ones? Um. Um. No, I can't think off the top of my head. I just do like I just do embarrassing stuff all the time. Like yeah. honestly, I um do like beer sends out of dustpans and um like shoes all the time and whatnot and just dumb things really. Like I do Christmas events and Halloween events and yeah, just I mean nothing crazy other than other than that. But yeah, always dumb little things here and mm. there. Yeah. Ooh, I just got. Yeah, you have, uh, uh, can I, can I ask if you've ever done anything embarrassing on stream? Yeah, I feel yeah. like you wouldn't have. Oh uh, no, I, I've, I'm trying to think. Right as you had asked that, I just got an elite clue now, so I just got really excited. So now I'm trying to think. <laughs> uh, let me think. What was like really awkward? Because now I'm thinking. Uh, Okay, well, uh, shit. There is <laughs> something, but I don't even know if I want to bring that up, to be honest. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm, like, just going through the years, basically. I'm, like, counting. I'm just like, shit, what happened? Well, I, I, I guess I'll share one thing. So, I guess not necessarily, like, embarrassing or whatnot, but I... This is, like, six months into streaming. So, I was, like, brand new streamer, kind of. That's what it felt like. And this guy that was super annoying in my chat um, was just like kind of like being a jerk to other viewers and stuff and just being obnoxious, you know. And I was kind of like leaning into it a little bit. And so I was like, hey, um, you know, if, if you roll this number, I'll give you my TiVo. And so he like rolls a number and he doesn't get it. I was like, okay, I'll give you another try. One through 100. If you roll this, I'll give you my TiVo. And then he actually fucking guessed it. He guessed a one in a he guessed he guessed a one in a hundred, and it was what? so it was so like awkward in the moment because I'm like, what the fuck? Like you actually just called it. And uh, tell me you scammed that motherfucker. So so what happened is I said, okay, well you you lost the first round, you know, because we had done a roll previous, and then you won, <laughs> and then he won the second one. And then and so I was like, okay, we'll do, we'll do oh, one no. more roll for the Tebow one in two shot. And then, oh, one in two. Yeah, okay. one in two. I was gonna make it totally fair, and then he he didn't get it right. And then uh, what happened after the stream is he he made a Reddit post, <laughs> and he was like, and he, he and, and and he only clipped the segment where he actually rolled it correctly. So there's like it's completely out of context. If you were to watch the whole stream, you'd realize like everyone like he he didn't get it at the end, you know. Um, yeah. But but he made a whole like sob story about how like i scammed him and all this shit and it, it and he posted it like overnight so in the morning i wake up to start my stream and i just get a bunch of like new followers and people just saying i'm like the worst person ever and like i scammed him and i, <laughs> I need to give this guy diva i'm like what the fuck is going on and i look at the reddit post and it had like 300 upvotes and a bunch of people just like freaking out i'm like what the fuck like what? what just that happened? That anyway, like, people are going to... Like, he didn't earn it anyway, like... I know. No, the whole thing was just, like, him... He, he, like, made up half the story about, like, how how I was... How I'm always doing giveaways. I never did giveaways. It was, like, literally a fake thing just to, like, entertain him, sort of, you know? 
Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, the yeah whole, so you the, went down the path of it was a giveaway and then you scammed him. Yeah, was, it was just like, really yeah, cringe. Funny. So I guess like not an embarrassing moment. It was embarrassing though. I mean, just that next stream, not really knowing what was happening and everybody accusing me of something. I was like, this yeah. is awkward. But yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Zesty asks, on a scale of one to 10, how bad does your bedroom smell because of all the beer in the carpet? <laughs> Do you spill I beer a lot? I do spill beer a lot, yeah. Um, <laughs> Soaked up. I, yeah. Like I was telling you before, I do a lot of beer sets on stream. Like and um, like shoeies and stuff too? Shoeies and stuff. You know, you just spill beers. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's <laughs> it's been a lot on the carpet. But it doesn't <laughs> smell, all right? It doesn't <laughs> smell. So, yeah, piss off. Zessie. It doesn't smell for you because you live there. Yeah, I, maybe I don't know, but like my my girlfriend doesn't say anything, so okay. she she thought it was a bit of a dungeon when she first came around, but um maybe she's used to it now too. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Somebody's demanding I uh, read this one. So yeah, Choi says, "What did you do to your friend's Christmas tree when you were younger?" I must ask this. <laughs> um. Well, you know how you had that story just before that you thought. You said you shouldn't probably tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this yeah, one? it's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Choi, you're going to have to... Well, he probably knows the story. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, that's why he asked it. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just... I, there's just so many. I'm just scrolling through making Miss sure. Miss <laughs> Well, I passed yeah. all those ones. Now I'm just trying to get past all the, the zesty ones now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Ooh, what were your first memories of old... Or Sorry, not of old school, just of RuneScape. Now, did you play as a kid? Yeah, I did play as a kid, big time. Um, my first memories... Damn. Yeah, I, I, I honestly think my first memories were um, the same as everyone else's. Just like the... Of Rockwest Bank, everyone's selling stuff, getting scammed all the time just because you didn't know any better. Yep. Oh, the amount of times I got scammed, dude. Like, <laughs> like, and and you know, back then too, like getting scammed, like it would like be like a D long or something, and that was so big to you. Like, oh yeah. Like, just think how easy it is to get like money and stuff now, right? And then, but just to have like even a rune set or like a D-Long taken off you back in the day, like your life was over. Like there's no way you were ever getting that D-Long back. Well, and, and it wasn't even all about the item necessarily. It was just the fact that like you had a person that you somewhat trusted, you know, it obviously depends on the scenario, but then you just get taken advantage of. So you feel so ashamed. And on top of that, you just lost something that you've spent a lot of time getting because i was scammed so many times i even got scammed so hard one time that i wanted to become the scammer and i fucking sucked <laughs> at it so like I, I couldn't even scam anybody if i wanted to because i just didn't like know how to i was just too like you know innocent oh, yeah, i've got to i've got to send you this thing actually after stream i, I don't know if you've heard, heard or seen it but there's like a radio station called triple j in mm. uh, in australia and they do this segment called dog axe and this dude rang up, like this was this was only a couple of years ago, and he rang up and was talking about how he got scammed on RuneScape, and it's just like, <laughs> it's the funniest. I got to send it to you. You'll, you'll absolutely die. Okay. Um, 
if anyone from Australia is listening to this, you probably know what I'm talking about. But it's hilarious, dude. He's so pissed off about it too. Like someone stealing his set, saying they were going to trim it, and then oh god, and then it goes down the path of how he became the scammer, and like the radio hosts are just going off. It's, just, <laughs> it's so good. It, it's um, almost like I'll, that kind of is how scammers become the scammers. Like they just have to get scammed once, and then they realize, like, yeah, they they just. <laughs> They be they they join the dark side basically. That that was yeah that that would have happened to me, but I was just too shitty at it. Yeah, well that that leads on to what I was gonna say is what what was the like most creative scan that you can think of that you got done with? I got done with some rippers that dude. You know. Okay, so the way I got so uh, this is back in like two thousand four, two thousand five ish, probably probably like early two thousand five, and there were. I don't remember, you know, who. I don't know, like, um, how many players knew that spinach rolls were basically worthless. But in my mind at the time, spinach rolls were worth 100K. And that's kind of like what was floating around when I'd go to like West Varrock Bank is like if people were selling spinach rolls for 100K and like muddy keys for 100K. These like kind of like fake rares, sort of. Um, yeah. So I had a spinach roll that I got for like 50k or something like that and I was going to try to flip it for 100k. Anyway, and then like the this person says like, "Hey, I'm going to play a trust game. Keep in mind I'm like 9 or 10 years old. I'm a fucking idiot." But he's like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm doing like a trust game." And this dude was wearing a Santa hat. And I'm like, "Okay, this dude's fucking like balling out of control, you know." And so we went up to Verrock Castle and he had like four other people with us. We're all just following. And of course like at least one or two of them was with him in on the scam, you know, but I didn't realize that. I just thought we were all kind of going there. And I, and I was kind of testing the waters because I knew like trust games can be kind of sketchy and scam worthy. But this guy that was with him, I was so dumb that I thought all of us were just like random strangers. And so the guy trades this dude like five mil cash or something. And then he shows it to me. Like, the guy that I thought was just, like, another random dude. I'm like, <laughs> holy fuck. Like, he's going to give me, like... Like, I was thinking in my mind, like, he's going to give me five mil if I trade him all my shit. And it's like, you know, he'll trade it back and then he'll give me five mil. <laughs> so, so I fucking trade him, like, a spinach roll, like, 80K cash, and, like, just some random junk. which was just, like, everything I had, basically. And then he's, like, looking at it. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to need to trade the next person. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you didn't trade me my stuff back. He's like, yeah, I did. I'm, oh, like, no. I'm, like, I'm like, no, you didn't, dude. Like, you didn't trade it back yet. Like, I don't have it. <laughs> he's like, dude, I already traded you back. Like, stop, try, stop trying to scam me. Like, he was literally turning it on me like, as if I was a scammer. <laughs> and, dude, dude, it, I, I couldn't get it back. And he eventually logged out. And I fucking logged out. And I was bawling, dude. Like, I was bawling my eyes out because – yeah it, it wasn't even about losing all the stuff like that was part of it but it was just the fact that a dude would be such an asshole like oh, oh people were dirty back then eh? i know it was brutal dude fuck that, that was a good learning got, experience though i got done with the dungeoneering one um and like what i don't know did you know that one where they um they put you in like the party or something and then um they make you run down and you used to be able to go from i think it like the bottom of the dungeoneering area would lead into like relica or something like I, there was like a barrier i can't remember mm. where it was um and 
if actually if, if someone if someone's listening to this put in the comments if you can remember because i would love to know where that the bottom left of the dungeoneering area used to like a barrier to somewhere else um and they like got you to drop all your stuff there and i was trying to work out like there's no way they're going to be able to um like steal my stuff or anything here like if i drop it i can pick it back up whatever um i even had my friend there to log in and like if something happened um anyway i don't know how i got done by it but i didn't know that once you like you dropped all your stuff they trade you to make sure you dropped it and then they boot you from the party and you get kicked all the way back to the um the like join like wherever the main bit was yeah and by the time you can run back it's like already appeared so Oh, I got done like Ellie, Santa, everything for that. Holy that, wait, you were like fucking rich. I was rich, yeah. I, I had a lot of stuff back Jesus in the day. Jesus Christ. Um, but mind you, that stuff took me like years to get. Like I lost like my whole bang pretty much. Oh my god. So so I, I think I, the, so let me ask, like, um because this sounds like the corp cave thing they used to do where they'd send you in like that corp instance with that little portal and then yeah, they would do the same thing where like drop your stuff trade and then they just boot you um so what was so enticing about it that made you do that in the first place were they offering like a shit ton of stuff yeah they were offering they were offering stuff like party hats or something um and they were like all you have to do is i I can't remember it exactly but i think it was like all you have to do is drop your stuff and then um trade me and then we will like drop your stuff and trade me and then we'll trade it to you and I was thinking, like, yeah, I'll just drop my stuff. Like, if they don't trade me the stuff, I'll just decline, pick it back up, you know? Yeah, yep. um, But But obviously, it was like, I drop it. They trade me to make sure I've dropped it because you can <sighs> see how many inventory spots. And then they boot you from the thing. But they keep you in... Actually, that's what they did. They keep you in the trade screen for a bit, like, offer you the thing, like, just to keep, run the time, yeah, time it down. Yeah, to pretend, like, yeah. Yeah, to pretend they're going to give it to you. And then, so by the time... Yeah, actually, that's how they did it. Now, you've jogged my memory, and now I won't be able to sleep tonight. Thanks. Fuck. <clears throat> that's so... You, you've seen the scam where people will be like, oh, trade me... It's like a GE scam where um you'll put up an item you're like oh okay trade my main and camelot and they'll send you a tab up there and then you just click accept like an idiot like have you seen yeah 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 it's i i don't know how people like okay i mean i don't know how people still fall for scams to this day right like it must be new players who have didn't play when they were kids because i swear to god everyone who played as a kid is just all over that we're too we're too um traumatically damaged from that you know it's like, that, but but there's all uh, so they like they started manufacturing scams that would make you feel like you are about to scam them because they'd have their partner in crime be like, dude, look, like I know how to, I know yeah. how to anti scam, and so you'd go and watch a YouTube video and you know like, okay, he's gonna do this and this, and then you do this, so you think you're about to outsmart him, and then you realize they're both on the same goddamn team. <laughs> Like, those ones are the the worst because you actually thought yeah you legit I thought we're, like, we're about to turn this on this motherfucker and then- it's all like <laughs> i swear the people that fall into that shit are just so bored of the game they're always camping at ge flexing their shit you got nothing better to do than just to be curious and get scammed like i oh, know right it's crazy yeah holy shit yeah but the dude i and and then the people i remember I can't remember where this was. I think it was on a stream like years back watching a Twitch stream. And there was like an argument going on and people were like, people were like literally defending scammers as in like, really? 
Yeah, just defending them as in like, oh, well, you know, like you shouldn't have been so dumb to get scammed and stuff. And I was like, dude, like, okay. what the fuck's wrong with this community? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Like, oh, this no, is when no. I first started watching Twitch. I I was in a stream and people were just talking about like, yeah, just, I don't know. It was, scamming's horrible. Scam, scamming <laughs> yeah. is, it's like. I guess the reason I kind of brought that up is because some people see it as kind of innocent because it's RuneScape. You know what I mean? But yeah. It's yeah. still a person at the end of the day that you're scamming, that you're being dishonest to. You know what I mean? And I so, like, the people that think it's not a big deal or whatever to, to actively scam, not like not just the idea of being scammed on RuneScape. That's kind of funny and, you know, silly. But to to actually be an adult scamming on RuneScape, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I know it's crazy, right? Like you, you got problems. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, a lot of a few more leg day uh, comments. I'm trying to skip over this. <laughs> you know, I'll I'll bring this one up. Prison Joe, just a, as a shout out to Prison Joe. Any plans to train legs this year? <laughs> i'm sorry that's my dad gonna do me dirty like that honestly <laughs> prison joe is fucking massive that dude's jacked yeah he's got are... yeah he's got good leg genetics for sure crazy prison joe's also um, like six foot three six foot four isn't he i'm not sure but this like he's the only one who can roast me about my legs because he's like the only one who actually does have bigger legs exactly exactly like the the person that can actually prove that he has massive legs like he's the only one that gets the credit for it you're right yeah he gets away with it okay um oh this so this was asked by this was asked in the eviscape podcast i believe parmy or parma um yeah this was asked on that (laughs) i say um Chicken palmy, because okay. I'm from New South Wales. I had to think about it for a second. Then I couldn't. I haven't said yeah. it for so long. <laughs> um, yeah, they say like it's like he said. It's just wherever you're from. Like people say Palmer or Palmy, but I've I've always grown up saying Palmy. Mm. So, but yeah, it's it's so weird how like much of a debate this is, and it like it's actually a big thing. Like people get genuinely genuinely pissed off when people like <laughs> say it the other way. It's so crazy. It's so like, stupid. It's so dumb. It's and we actually had a, I had a run in with my group Iron Man team about this too. I was like in one of my episodes, and it's just like we're just debating this for so long. Like <laughs> anyway, it's just yeah, it's a dumb thing. That's so funny. Like who cares? Um, any OSRS tats in the f- planned in the future? Um, do you have any no. Runescape related <laughs> tattoos? No, I don't, and. To, like I, I've got nothing against them. It's just not my style, right? Like I, yeah. I, my tattoos are all like realistic style, like black and white stuff. Um, I see. And I just, I just don't think something like that would suit my style. But I've seen people that get them and they have that like sticker kind of style vibe, and it, it kind of works. But um, yeah, like there's no way in hell you could pay me to get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like trying to think. Like there would definitely be. It, so I don't have any tattoos. I'm I, I probably will get a tattoo before I'm thirty. Uh, probably like it's on the list of to do. Yeah, I mean, kind of. You know, it's like it's just in the like, back. Do you of my know mind. what kind of style you want or anything like? That's the thing. I really like, don't know. 
Um, so you're just saying you want to get one, but you don't really have anything like planned. You're yeah, like, not, I know not, I kind of want one. Exactly, but it was just the idea of I wouldn't be against necessarily getting an OSRS tattoo if it's something like really iconic. That's like almost yeah. meme worthy, not like as a joke, but just like oh, that's like a classic like OSRS like symbol. Not not yeah. going not going crazy on it, you know, but like. I don't know. Like oh, a so you want you want to? Uh, oh, you do want an RS one? Okay. Well, no, no. I, I was just saying I'm not opposed to it. I don't even think I would get an OSRS tattoo, but yeah. I wouldn't be like you'd have to pay me a million dollars to get one. I, I think I'd be like, eh. yeah, like I'm the same too. Like you know, like, I mean, if it was on my foot or something like that, maybe like something where no one's it doesn't affect the rest of like my body. Yeah, but, yeah like yeah. this is they're addicting, man. Like I've. I've spent probably close to 20 grand on tattoos now. Holy like, shit. Oh, wait, how many do you have? A lot. I've, 20 I've got... grand. So so do you go to like really good artists? Like, it's... Well, yeah. They charge, my guy charges like, uh, like I think $150, $200 an hour. Um, okay. And like to get, just to put into perspective, like, I've got like like one of my sleeves I have done was like like thirty two hours. So holy shit! Yeah, around around that, you know what I mean, something around yeah. that. So yeah. Um, so h- then, how many how many like separate visits is that? Um, you usually do like the most they would do like a full day is like eight hours, but they'll sometimes do like ten hours if like they're trying to finish off something. But Jesus Christ. honestly, you can't you can't sit through any more than that. It's fucked. It's so like so painful. Some areas worse yeah. than others, but um, yeah, like stomach. When I got my stomach done, that was I'm gonna say it was the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. It was <laughs> Holy disgusting. Shit. Like, dude, I'm I'm pretty good with like like pain like that, uh-huh. and a lot of people take like painkillers and tramadols and stuff before it, but I've always just like raw dogged it. Oh God. And, um, and I'm, yeah. And I went in and got the stomach done and it was like eight hours. And I, I swear to God, after the first 30 minutes, I wanted to tap out. I was like, and then it was just a mental battle with myself the whole time. I'm like, all right, if I don't finish it, I'm going to like get roasted and call a pussy and stuff like the, you know, cause I'm mates with my tattoo artist too. And I'm like, he's just going to like take the piss out of me. Um, and if you tap out, I think they make you pay like at least like some of it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And heaps of people do it, man. Like heaps of people go in there. They're like expecting to get like, you know, six to eight hours done. And then after like two hours, they're just like, nah, fuck this. I'm different. Holy shit. So after I got my stomach tattooed, I feel like everything I got after that was just nothing. Like even if it hurt, I'm like, well, it wasn't even half of what the stomach was, you know? So it's all good. Yeah. Dude, the stomach tattoo sounds sounds so sensitive and painful yeah especially because i'm like bony and like leaner around there too so it's just like yeah it was it was horrible or the middle of the sternum just on bone you're like your whole body's just like vibrating like (sighs) when you're getting that would hurt (laughs) see i I have no idea what the pain is i've just heard it it feels like micro pinches almost just getting pinched like over and over the thing is it doesn't really like hurt like just if they're doing a line or whatever it's it's because they're going over it and over it and over it again right? oh like, i see they, okay. they that's what hurts because it's like 
you know, imagine cutting yourself, but then also just going over that cut again and cutting uh, yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it's like that. Um, but then they shade it and like, you know, it's crazy. Jesus. Um, so would you recommend like for other people to take some sort of painkiller? Like, I mean, sure. Yeah. Um, it definitely but, helps, I okay. guess. But there's also numbing cream you can get now, um, which apparently is pretty good. I haven't tried it, but okay. apparently you can't really feel it. So, I mean, something like you would want to get on your... Like, that'd be sweet. Um, it's only for the long sessions that it really um, sucks because, like, the worst part is, like, you'll do, like, a four-hour stint in the morning, right? And then you'd have a break for lunch, and that's the worst because um, you come back and you're, like, so... like body's just like calm down and you're so red raw and then they just get back onto it so it's like yeah it's horrendous the second half of the day when you do full days mm, damn um yeah but anything like that you're just getting that's going to take a couple hours is honestly fine like yeah anything under under four to five hours is is usually okay it would be pretty cool to get a sleeve or at least like upper arm one arm just i don't know that yeah be cool. i i would just need to like figure out what it would be and i probably wouldn't even do it like this year probably it would probably be next year earliest if i did it yeah and it's the only thing is that's they're hurt and they're expensive <laughs> it's yeah, the only downside yeah. i guess is there any like other downsides like is there like risk of infection and stuff or is that very low that's pretty low honestly like they're they're spraying with antiseptic the whole time they're doing it. They wrap it up for you after. They okay. give you cream to put on it. You don't... I've never had one that's gone infected. I have seen it happen before, but you'd have to mm. be like really not looking after it to for it to get infected. I see. Yeah. So it's usually all good. I have a couple questions for you before we kind of wrap things up. So one is I do want to ask for a few shout outs. So like maybe like two or three shout outs from the community. And I also want to just hear, um, I don't know, just sort of your plans for uh, the next like year or two of streaming where you'd like to be or where, where, where you kind of see yourself or like any goals you have. Um, yeah. Um, shout out. I'm going to have to give a shout out to George because she put about 400 questions on that. <laughs> I think she'd probably like kill me if I didn't give her a shout out. So, George, shout out to you. Um, yeah. Um, and then just a shout out to my whole community, pretty much everyone who's listening to this. In terms of streaming, um, I mean, I've got my, I do a uncapped subathon every year. Um, so the the three year anniversary is coming up in May. So I'm starting that like mid May. So and last year's one went. So, sorry yeah, so, so so these are the ones that you sleep as well on stream yeah oh yeah. shit okay so i did one last year and we got to day 17 and jesus Christ. um and i only ended i had to end with 12 hours still on the clock because i was so sick like the sickest <laughs> i've ever been in my life um God. i think just from like not like hardly going outside or something oh. um and I, I, and this is the worst thing, right? Like after you're on stream for that long, like I was on stream for 16 plus hours a day for oh 17 days straight. And then all you want to do, right, is like click end and then go outside and just do something outside or whatever. And 
I literally crawled over to my bed and I didn't get out of bed for five days. Like that. Holy <laughs> shit. Like just like I had a pure sickness, like illness. Never been that sick in my life. Eh? Like I, I was bedridden for five days. And then like two days I um, like could finally get up and move a bit. Like I only ate like two things in like six days. Like I, I lost about 15 kilos or something Holy crazy. Holy like, shit. Dude, I was just. I was so, so sick. And then I was still sick for the next three weeks after that. Like it was, I was sick for a full month after that. It was crazy. I thought I was going to die. God, I am (laughs) so sorry. That is horrible. Dude, the worst thing was everyone didn't give a shit and just roasted me for ending the Sabbathon (laughs) too early. Oh my God. Like you're you're just clearly in the worst pain ever and people are just fucking trolling you still. Like, and I was streaming like the like day six like day sixteen and seventeen. I was streaming like that like sick too. Like I was oh, super sick, God. and then I just got to a point where I'm like, guys, I can't. Like I've got to end. Um, and then yeah, and I haven't heard about. Uh, that's all I've heard about. You know, in terms of roasting for the for the next year. So this year's one, I've got heaps of like real life stuff planned in it. So I that's you know good. I'll be a lot more outdoors and stuff like that not just sitting in front of the computer so yeah um, that's smart yeah yeah jesus right wait so so (laughs) did you ever figure out like what it was from was it just like poor nutrition like just no sun no like just or something worse it was it was a flu it was like we had this heaps bad flu like going around um australia at the time and i just i just gotten it and i didn't have a flu um injection and I still don't, but I, I got to get one before this subathon. And um, yeah, and I was just, it just hit me like a ton of bricks, man. I had other people I knew who had it and they were sick for weeks and weeks too. So Jesus, just really bad timing, you know, because it would have been exciting to see where that subathon went. But yeah. Have you ever done one before? They're, they're super hard, man. Like, no, I, I, I've never done one myself. I mean, I've done like a 27 hour stream once, which was Wow. Oh my god, I was so fucking tired. But um I've seen like Q Neeks, he did a he did like a two week subathon and he's also was like it was it was getting to the point where it was just like I was so miserable. And and he did the same thing as you, kind of where he just everything was inside. And he was like ordering yeah. food because he didn't really have any meals like prepped or anything. So it was just like eating fast food and like chilling inside and I don't know if that sounds like ugh. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I was watching Cunique's one. He did it, like, just before mine, actually. Like, And, yeah, he got to day 10 and he, he pulled yeah. the pen. Uh, yeah. It's oh, so hard, dude, because, like, you get to point in it, right? Like, you don't want to be in front of a computer. Like, I was literally going cross-eyed from looking at the computer. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's why I put heaps more real-life stuff in this one, uh, because that's the hardest part about it. It's just, like, you're in front of the computer and you don't want to be. And it's... Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this cool. one, though. Got a lot of good forfeits on it, like uh, ice baths and stuff like that. So that's cool. Be inter- yeah, yeah. I'm gonna buy one of those, um, those like ice bath tubs. They're like a hundred bucks off Amazon, and you just like pour water in and I and like bags of ice. But yeah, oh, shit. that's gonna be sick. Oh, so I do yeah. that gym gym streams. I'm gonna do like streams in the city and whatnot. So that's the yeah. way to do it, a hundred percent. I reckon. Yeah. Well, shit, yeah. I'm definitely going to tune into that if there's, like, a bunch of variety <laughs> and stuff. That sounds awesome. So, that's May? Yeah. It's in May, yeah. Yeah. And oh, um, cool. I'll be doing gym streams with my 
girlfriend and stuff like that too. So that's interesting sick. for the boys, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Um, yeah, that's that's really cool. I, I I'm sort of intrigued by doing some sort of subathon, but man, they're like. I got to do it in like a really healthy way where I'm not like hating yeah. my life by day three. And I'm like, what the fuck have I signed up for? You know? Yeah. That's why I think the, um, like the real life stuff's important. Cause I still took, um, uh, I still took an hour every day where I would pause the timer and go to the gym. So it's mm. not like I wasn't exercising. Oh, you would um, pause the timer. So you wouldn't even like bring your phone or anything. You just, no, no, no. Cause like I didn't want to dox where I lived and stuff. And I go I to see. a heaps commercial gym and like, it's just not the type of like gym you would walk yeah. around like yeah um, with a camera kind of thing. But I'm gonna join like a 24 hour gym for the next one and like do gym streams at night when there's like hardly anyone there. Um, That's cool. So yeah, um, but even still, man, like you're still exercising every day, and it's just like you know, I think your immune system's so run down from like lack of sunlight and just being inside and not eating the best and stuff like that and then i probably went to the gym and got something and like the flu of someone there you know and came back and yeah health's very important on them you know i'm definitely gonna like look after my health a lot more on this one for sure oh definitely yeah shit well good luck with that that's a yearly (laughs) thing right yearly thing yeah yeah that's cool so what if so what would like okay wait how much do you charge per the thing per uh, minute or per you know hour or whatever it is um so the one i did last year i didn't know what i was doing and like or anything so it was like a dollar a minute kind of thing okay um, that, that's what it should be i think like that that's yeah like a, that's well, like a good way to go about it because then it's not because not, i what did what did cuneeks do it was something it was like 15 bucks an hour or something it was like horrible i was like bro like this is uncapped. Yeah. You gotta fucking milk this thing. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, I know. McDonald's but that was wages. like, my, yeah, that was also my thought process, though. It's like, well, um, if I do this, then hopefully it won't go forever. But boy, was yeah. I wrong. Like, you know. Um, <laughs> so I, this year, I'm going to make it cheaper, obviously. I'm going to okay. make it cheaper this year. Like, I'm going to do, so it's going to work out to be like 30 to $35 an hour or something. That, you know? Okay, that's that's good as well. Not Just don't you do gotta, like, like 10 to, or 15 bucks. Like, no, Jesus no, Christ. no. Yeah. No way. But you got to look at... Uh, the way I look at it too is like you're getting paid to sleep as well. So like... Oh, I yeah. Mean, that's true. I, I mean... about that. Yeah. So I think $30 an hour isn't unreasonable when people are literally paying for you to sleep eight yeah. hours a night or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't think I'll make it... I mean, the biggest streamers can get away with doing like more expensive Crazy ones, right? Crazy shit, but, yeah yeah i'll need to i'm definitely gonna pop in because i i need to take notes if i ever do it because that's definitely something i would like to do once in my life at least is try a -a subathon uncapped but like i I need i need the resource like i need to know how to do a successful one without just trial and error like i need to i need to take notes yeah i mean i'm still learning too you know what i mean like there's always Mm -hmm. ways you can improve it like this one's going to be a lot better than last year's one but um i mean there's like stuff that I want to figure out how to do. Like, seeing people like link like their GoPros and like phones to their Streamlabs and yeah. like so they can have their overlays and stuff on it. And I've been watching videos on that because I would, I would love to be able to do that. Um, but it just looks so complicated, you know. You're right. <laughs> like, it does. Yeah. 
So I've got to figure that stuff out. But um, either way, I will just like, if if I can't figure that out, I'll just stream off my phone, like, or whatever, you know, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, but I bought a lot of extra equipment for this, so. Well, shit, yeah. good luck on that. That's yeah, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, cool, man. Um, all right, those still listening, uh, down in the description of the video, be sure to drop Tao a like on his Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, any other things you'd like provided, Tao? Um, I'll chuck the SoundCloud or something in there if you oh, want, yeah. if anyone wants to suss out the music. Yeah, you definitely just reminded them to look up my SoundCloud too, goddammit. Yeah, just and don't forget SoundCloud. to look at Tater's one as well. <laughs> compare ours and we'll see. <laughs> oh god, do not compare, do not compare. <laughs> just compare it to my own work, yeah. No, um, yeah. for real though, Tav, this was uh, a really fun conversation. I really enjoyed uh, my afternoon today, so. Yeah, thank thanks for having me on, dude. It was sick. Yeah, who knows? Maybe uh, we'll even get you on in like a year or so and see uh, see how your previous subathon went and just see what's yeah. up, see how things are going. Yeah, sounds good, dude. All right, cool, cool. All right, guys, have a great rest of your day. Um, by the way, next week we are going to be having Idol on the Cast, so definitely looking forward to him. Super creative creator if it just does some crazy things and has made some insane plugins for the for the game so really looking forward to that anyway guys we'll catch you next week peace out deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.